0: This is a parental guidance moment. Welcome back to the Sunday service. Welcome to church, you fucking mongrel dogs. Sorry, that was an aggressive way to start the pod, and I do apologise. But, mate, coming fresh off a fucking aeroplane from uh, the Gold Coast back to Newcastle. It's been a big weekend. And, my mate, over here, Taylor, we're busting out two potties in a week. Who are we? Joe Rogan,
1: dude? You'd be forgiven for thinking so. You would be forgiven. We are prolific content creators and you know what we do it for you the listener the listeners the the fucking wonderful disciples that are out there in the world um
0: just just living because as i mentioned on the last episode i'm going away but the show doesn't stop dude it doesn't and i've pretty much calculated we'll be able to bank this one and then the next episode after this will pretty much be me fresh back from america oh nice Fuck yeah! So I don't think there'll be any breaks, but mate, um, up in the Goldie this weekend, had my had my brother in law's thirtieth birthday. Actually, before we fucking do anything, dude, I tell what? you what I need right now. Yeah, go. <laughs> Oof. A fucking froth dog millionaire, and uh, this is from our mates over at Resin Brewing Co. This is a Saison Lager, 4.5%, a.k.a. how many standos is that, brother? get a look at that. 1.3. Have a gander. Look at these fucking two beautiful paws. Cheers to you, sir. One big old mouthful. Not bad. Not bad at all. I tell you what, this is very dangerous for me. Dangerous because it's a one point three and it's drinkable. I will. I could absolutely slam this, dude. I took a massive mouthful just so I could get a full flavor taste profile when we first did it. <sighs> and I'm gonna be honest with you, it was hard not to just keep it going straight down. Dude, the you can. It,
1: this is a beer you can skull.
0: Yeah, it's. We wouldn't advise sculling it. We'd say sit back, relax, and enjoy the beverage. But um, yeah, mate, fresh off the goldie. And How was it, bro?
1: How's the what's the temperature like, bro? What's what's <sighs> the fucking oh, sure. babes situation like?
0: Okay, so uh, get in there Friday evening, quick beer at the airport, and uh, get to the Airbnb. Right now, you know me, and you know my travel uh, style is: tell me when I need to be the airport, tell me the destination that we're going to, and then I pretty much ignore all chat. So yes. the mother-in-law's organised the Airbnb. We've sent money, done everything that we needed to do. She sent through pictures, but I didn't look at them. And fuck, I'm glad I didn't do because we get there. I reckon this was probably like a $3 million home on the golf course. Really? Pope. Bro, just epic. So like massive house. Fuck yeah. Huge kitchen, big outdoor entertaining area.
1: You set this up to go the wrong way. Like you set I know, this up there to be like, we got up and it was like, that was a fucking junkie taking a shit.
0: Nah, it was the funniest thing was, dude, fucking massive house, right? But then a house across the road. I think someone bought it in Coolangatta before it was Coolangatta, Right. And they've got like a weatherboard house and shit. And it's like they just had a party and then they just said to their mates just write whatever you want on the walls so there's like a 4 million dollar mm. home that across the ha- across the road there's this like One uh, Fucking two bedroom Weatherboard house That just has graffiti All over it And it's just like
1: (laughs) Dude some people Full get priced out Of the suburb They already live in Yeah And they they get priced out of Dude all these houses Start going up And they can't afford To do anything to their house So they just become like The pimple of the suburb
0: Oh that's exactly What this house was This
1: was a pimple dude This needed to be squeezed And eradicated
0: And you can tell That they would have been The type of cunts That are like Nah we're not Fucking moving out Fuck you cunts
1: Like those people that like you know that you hear those stories of like developers offering this person like fucking 50 million dollars and they say no so they just build like a suburb around their yeah house. that's the type of thing where i'm just like that person's just fucking retarded what it, do you mean what do you mean living here that's about to just be a fucking copy and paste suburb is worth more than 50 million dollars dude if I had if I had a relative like a pop or something like that right that was getting offered 50 million for their fucking house in Butmaroo Street in fucking Bungendore, which is like sort of the center of Bungendore, and they refused 50 million dollars. Tell you what, mate, we wouldn't have wouldn't have needed to wait for the fucking heart attack to take Pop out. Oh, Pop! I would have absolutely fucking wrecked him, dude. You reckon Pop would have fallen down some stairs? Pop would have accidentally drank some fucking Clorox. That's what he would have done. Dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. So the house was fucking the house was mint. And uh, so Friday night, and now here's where my excitement levels went through the roof. Um, the brothers in law went to, so they were there before us, obviously. So they went to Dan Murphy's. Oh. And cases on cases, spirits, just everything you could basically want for a 30th birthday. Nice. In amongst that, you know what they bought me, bruh? What did they buy ya? They bought me some Powers Ultra Crisp Lager. Now, you might be thinking, what in fucking God's name is that? When the Brisbane Broncos first entered the competition, they needed a major sponsor. Right. And a brewery called Powers Brewery had just opened. They had not made a beer and Brisbane had not played a game. So they're sitting in the boardroom when the deal becomes official and, like, one of the big wigs at the Broncos goes to the guys at Powers. He goes, tell you what, boys, this better be a fucking good beer. And you know what the boys at Powers said? What? You better have a fucking good rugby league team. <laughs> nice. So, I like that. So... I've been eyeing this beer off for a while, just like trying to get it. Dan Murphy's doesn't sell it. Pretty much you can't get it in, in mm. New South. And uh, the boys knew that I wanted to get it, so they bought it. Have a look at that, dude. You would love this beer. It's a crisp lager. Ooh. And it's just like one standard drink, so you can drink a thousand of them. And uh, yeah, so Friday night we... I like that. We, it's a very nice aesthetic bottle. It's a beautiful bottle. And it's it's a, like when I first had a sip of it, I was kind of like, oh, okay, it's all right admittedly didn't have it ice cold and then over the, the course of getting them ice cold i was like yeah you can just pound these fucking fantastic fuck yeah." have you ever
1: played spike ball bruh uh, what is it so spike ball things get called different fucking names dude yeah so spike you ever ball- speak to someone who like went to school at another in another state or something and they're like, "Hey, did how did you ever play fucking hanky doodle?" And you're like, "What the fuck is that?" And then you figure out that it's that they're talking about bull rush.
0: Yeah, or duck, duck, go or something.
1: And they're yeah, like, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you're shit like, like that. And you're like,
1: "What the fuck?" Cunt? Yeah, stuck in mud. and They're talking about octopus.
0: Yeah, or dude, did you know that? Um, so growing up, if we would play Scissor paper, rock, would you go Scissor paper, pa, rock, and then you'd throw like you'd throw out whatever. Yeah. Sign that you did
1: scissors, paper, rock. Yeah, and some people go,
0: yeah. Some people pound their their palm. Some people go one, two, three. Yeah, some people count it, and you're like, "What the fuck, cunt? Do you know in Adelaide they call it rock, paper, scissors? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I did know that because uh, my
1: mom my fucking uh, auntie moved to Adelaide when she was like 18, and like she's just been there ever since. Yeah, okay. so like my uncle and my cousins, like my young cousins now, are fucking. Adelaide comes, ah, uh, so they even speak. You know how Adelaide has that gay little accent; they speak weird. Like, in, you know how, like in Australia, everyone pronounces the a the er as a. Yeah. In um, in Adelaide, they do pronounce the er.
0: I've never noticed that. You'll
1: notice it when you fucking go there, dude. Okay. Cause because I had a mate who fucking grew up in Adelaide and he moved. He became one of my best friends. He was one of my best friends, but he was from Adelaide and he moved over to, um, Canberra, dude. And you know, Quinbian. Yep. His family would go Quinbian.
0: Oh uh, okay. And that's that's when I, that
1: tipped me off, dude. I was like, I started investigating, dude. I was like, what do you mean, cunt?
0: You started, you started making notes and going deep on this family. You're like, these guys could be splinter cells. Yeah, that's what I thought,
1: dude. I thought they were fucking agents from like another country. Yeah. (laughs) So,
0: so spike ball is basically like, um, how would I describe it? It's like a little net that you get. Mm -hmm. That's probably maybe like the size of a hula hoop. And it sits off the ground with these little arms that, like, plug into the ground. And then you've got, like, a little inflatable ball. It's like a mini volleyball, basically. Yeah. So the rules is, like, if me and you're on a team, we, we like, palm the ball down into the net, bounce it off the net, it goes to the other team. They've got three juggles to get the ball, to spike the ball back onto the net. I know this game. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. so... I've never played it, though. So, uh, for... James, for his 30th, wanted to play it, and I was just like... Initially, I was kind of like, oh, like, I don't know. I'm not big... I'm not a games guy. I was just like... You're uh, not a games guy?
1: Not really. I'm not a... I'm definitely not a board game guy. I don't like board games, but when it comes to, like, if we're doing, like, games, like, fucking Ring Toss and, like, what's that thing called? Fucking Cornhole. Yeah. I like that type of shit.
0: Yeah, so it was pretty much that, but they... So they had three of these set up, right? And, um... They're like, everyone who's going to play over here, everyone who's not going to play. And initially I was like, I just won't play. And they were like, we need one more player. And they were like, come on, Brad, come play. Like, don't be a a loser. And I was like, all right, I can't be a loser. So I go over and James has a roommate called Paddy. Paddy is Irish. Paddy goes, me and you, we're going to be on a team. We're going to fuck these people up. And from the moment he said that, I was like, "I, I don't generally get too competitive. The rest of like the friends and family just kind of sitting around, bro. As soon as the first game started, it was just straight back into competitive. Oh, they smoke. started
1: flowing. The juices started flowing. And it just all came back. They
0: get ya. And Patty, ultra competitive guy as well, so had a competitive teammate. And after like the first point, I pulled Patty aside and I go, "Patty, I go, we may need to engage in my strongest weapon." And he goes, "What's that?" And I go, "Bit of mental warfare here, bro." And the sledging just immediately started. And me and Paddy just went full heel mode yeah, and just berated everyone that we played. And uh, we dropped one game in the regular season, made it all the way to the grand final. And dude, let me tell you, there was like the whole friends and family, everyone else had to sit around and just watch the grand final. Yeah, there was not a single person that wanted Paddy and with.
1: Oh yeah, boss. I can imagine. everyone was going. For you guys, the you guys were Collingwood.
0: Oh, I Yeah, you
1: were being Collingwood.
0: We dude. we embraced the heel. Yeah, like you wouldn't believe, like sledging, which is very funny. Sledging them, sledging the ref, making sure the ref was mining his p's and q's. Is going all right. Yeah. So, so you're gonna just alter the rules here because you're you're in bed literally with the opposition. Is that is that how we're doing? I thought you're a man of integrity. And then just doing cheeky little shit like when uh, it comes to the opposition to serve, like to get the ball and I just grab the ball, just put it on the ground. You can come up from the other side of the court and pick your ball up or just kicking the ball like a little bit further away, just doing whatever we could to get in the opposition head. Yeah,
1: get under their skin because you get under their skin, they get irritated They They then become more focused on you than the game. Yeah, and then that's when you fucking start going boom, 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 boom.
0: Yeah, so the uh it went to uh went to Golden Point. You got to win by two.
1: Were you getting like personal with the sledges?
0: There was one, so there was how funny is this? So yeah, Patty pa- comes up to me and he goes he's like so we're playing Spencer next and I go okay. And he goes ultra competitive dude Spence. So just so you know, I got one for you. And I'm like what's up? And he goes he lives with his girlfriend and her family and he's not paying rent at the moment. And I was like, oh, okay If we need to pull that ace card out of our sleeve We're going to fucking pull that one out of our
1: sleeve Because that that cuts into a man's dignity Oh, yeah That's a a, a sore spot, dude To to have someone, also that you barely know Yeah Just start over over a fucking game of Spike Or whatever the fuck it's called, dude Just start calling you out about how you're fucking Not only living with your parents Now he's living with your girlfriend's parents Mm. and not contributing. Mm -hmm. That, that is an absolute fucking honestly, that's, that might be, that's like a form of ego death. That's you you have to go through an ego death in order to fucking live that life. Dude. Otherwise it'll fucking tear you up.
0: It's just ultra low testosterone move. Yeah, it is. I'd rather be homeless. And like, the thing is as well, If you're in that situation, the parents always have one up on you. They've always just got in the back pocket, hey, you're living under our house. You live under our rules. You're not paying for rent. You're not paying for food. Fucking blah, 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 blah. They've just got that on you.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Bro, you can't can't respect your daughter's partner if that's the situation. Yeah. You can't. I would be like, nah,
0: like you, you just can't. As a man, you can't. You're like, well, we're I'll paying leave for in my car. Yeah, or, well, yeah. You just like what? And and I get it. You know, they they're young. They're a young couple saving for a house. How old? Probably like twenty, between twenty five and thirty.
1: Oh well, that's absolutely too old. Yeah, too old, isn't it? Yeah.
0: And imagine, imagine having a daughter. And then, like, they get to 25, they go through college, and then they're back in the house
1: with a dude that's plugging her and living rent-free. Nah, I couldn't do it, man. Definitely couldn't do it. Definitely wouldn't be for me, dude, if my daughter came home with that situation, that proposition. I'd be like, no.
0: Yeah. No. The funniest thing about this game, so, like, we met everyone prior to going over there. Yeah. Everyone would have been like, oh, Brad seems like a great guy. You know, he's laid back. He's made us all laugh. We're having some yeah. beers. We're having a good time. And the minute the competitive juices just got flowing, you, dude, I'll tell you this. As a comedian, mm. you realize how easy it
1: is to just rip on a civilian. Oh, it's fucking like, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. And they And they can't, they, cause they're not,
0: they're not used to being sledged. No, they're not. And they're like, oh, fuck. Like, I haven't been sledged since maybe high school. And now they're out in the world and they're just so precious. So it's just like, you know, yeah. just sledging a guy about, dude, the most mediocre thing. It's like, you're wearing button-up shirt and white shoes, dude. And it's just like, there's nothing, there's nothing like to sledge a guy about that.
1: And it's just like, yeah. So it's just like. But if you wrap it up in a sledge. Yeah. You don't even really know what it means. That fucks with them even more, dude, because you're the funny man. Yeah. To them, you're the funny man. And then if the funny man, like, rips on someone for something, and then they don't get it, dude, it makes them feel even more insecure, dude. Yeah. Because, one, they don't even fucking... They're getting ripped on, and they're not used to it. And then, number two, they don't understand it. Yeah. Which is just absolutely fucks them, dude. Civilians get fucked up with that all the time, dude. You can only... You have to hope that you encounter... Civilians That They kinda live in that world Whereas like like Tradies Yeah You know you're always good for it With tradies And if they've played football Yeah Or or team sport Team sport But watching the team sport too Because like Soccer's not like that Nah The soccer culture Is fucking weird bro It's like a team Full of everyone's like I'm the best Yeah like, they don't have, like, the camaraderie that, like, a football team has.
0: It's like, um. so do you know who Zlatan Ibrahimovic is? Of course I know Zlatan. who Zlatan
1: Ibrahimovic is, dude. Yeah, the yes. great. The lion.
0: So when he moved to LA, did you ever hear this story of he moved to LA Galaxy? Yeah. On a ridiculous contract? Yep. And LeBron James sent him, uh, like, a game jersey. Yeah. And it yeah. was like, welcome to LA. Zlatan, I don't know if you know this, mm-hmm. got the jersey, wrote... To LeBron James, thanks for the support. Your friend Zlatan Ibrahimovic signed
1: the jersey and then sent it back to LeBron. Yeah, and I was like, "What a fucking king, dude!" That is fucking sick as hell, dude. That what is sick as hell too is that like America does do this a lot. Is like they do think that like their superstars are like the biggest superstars in the world. Most of them are. They do. They do. They absolutely do think that, and it's like. LeBron James is LeBron James, but, like, he will never, ever be anything close to, like, Messi or, like, Ronaldo and shit. Like, yeah. just, just won't. Like, mate, in America play- and shit, yeah, but, like, fucking billions of people give a fuck about, like, Lionel Messi.
0: Yeah. And, and that's a shame, because soccer's just fucking real shit.
1: Well, that's the thing, too, is that, like, people will be like, oh, it's the world game, it's the most popular game. And I've always just been like, well, maybe we need to just... Maybe we need to just come to face-to-face to face with the, the the upsetting and cold reality that a lot of the world is full of small pussies that couldn't play the other sports. Yeah. Like, maybe it's like, oh, fucking such-and-such such only plays fucking this sport. And she's like, well, maybe because most of the world maybe isn't capable of playing it. And it's
0: the cheapest sport to play as well. You can make a round ball out of anything. I was thinking about this the other day, mm. though. I was like, America's got such a crop of just great athletes. But can you imagine African Americans playing AFL? I reckon that they would be
1: probably built almost perfectly for that. Well, here's the thing, dude, is that like if African Americans especially picked up AFL, it's over.
0: Imagine how good that would be. We
1: already, ha- we are already starting to get like. The first generation of, like, Sudanese immigrants, yeah. right, had kids who are now growing up and are eligible to be, like, playing football and shit, and some of these cunts are coming into the AFL, and you're just going, fuck, cunt. Who's in, the- in another generation or two, dude, in, dude, in 30 years, half of every team is going to be fucking Sudanese, and they're going to be fucking ripping and a tearing.
0: Who's the, um, who's the fella that plays, I think it's for Port Adelaide? Ali
1: Ali. Ali. Does he rip and tear? I he s- rips and tears. I've he, seen I've him, and I just s- went, fuck, he'd be good. One of the best centre-half backs in the game. There was another dude who was, like, the first ever to do it. His name was Mad Jack Daw, And, like, he was kind of – he was just a big kind, It was, like, kind of clumsy, but he was still pretty good. Um, And then, like, yeah, there's another guy called fucking Mac Andrew, and then there's another guy called fucking uh, something Ali, And, like, they're, they're just starting to come through. And you can see it, bro. They are going to be fucking weapons. When you've got – not just one or two out of a community deciding to play it, but, like, you've got a community going, oh, no, we play AFL. Yeah. That's when it's going to start being fucking crazy, dude.
0: Yeah, I reckon, fuck, man, like, I. Yeah. They'll be better
1: than the Indigenous. Do you reckon? Oh, I reckon. Pretty, fa- like,
0: fast, explosive.
1: In just other positions, dude, like, fucking, you've got, like, your little cerealis and shit, or, like, zippy quick cunts, but, like, we're going to have, like, fucking six foot eight built like a brick shit house, just running through cunts.
0: Because, like, imagine someone like Bron
1: playing. Yeah, like six nine, fucking unit. LeBron could walk in and be a ruckman. That's how big LeBron is. Yeah, and just fucking
0: crazy, just push cunts around. Me. Yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd be sick. Um, so yeah, the, the spike ball, the spike ball was pretty funny. Unfortunately, mate, we had uh, Patty drop the ball with a big serve Ooh. late in the game into the ground. But do we had we had other people that were on the oval just come and watch this spectacle because...
1: Oh, you were just out on an oval? We were just out on an oval. This wasn't dude. like a backyard. Dude. No, this was on an oval. Oh, dude. okay, yeah.
0: We had... <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious, dude. We had some little indigenous kids throwing boomerangs and shit, man. Fuck this yeah. This boomerang, like, came and, like, slid in, so we, like, kind of frisbeed it back. Then it came in again. So, like, I picked it up and I went to throw it. to so they're probably, like, 11 and 12. So I've, like, just sidearmed this boomerang... And I just hit it at the angle where it, like, went to them and then sort above and then, like, literally came, like, it was a legit boomerang, dude. Little it boomeranged. Ca- it came right back to, like, towards me. I just had to, like, run and pick it up and just, like, run it over to the dude. And I was just, I just was open and I was like, sorry, mate, I'm white. I have not a great deal of exposure throwing these things, like, friend to friend.
1: Like, if this was a frisbee, I'd have
0: you, bruh, but...
1: With the with the brang with the rang dude with the boomerang dude dude the rangs get a bit fucking crazy man we uh, dude I learned how to throw boomerangs on our fucking year seven camp On our year seven camp dude we went to um fucking I can't fuck have no idea where it is dude um but we were throwing is a bombardary? I don't know somewhere some fucking just you know how you you go to camp to just some fucking rural town in New South Wales yeah and then you just stay there for a week and that's your camp but we just went there and we were fucking pegging boomerangs and shit, dude. And there's, like, different types of boomerangs. There's, like, boomerangs that they use for, like, hunting, which don't yeah, those, come back.
0: Those big ones that you just take a kangaroo's ankles out with. The oh, you could breakers.
1: fucking full-blown kill someone with one of those. They're pre- They're a pretty fucking sick weapon. Oh, so sick, dude. As if you don't see way more videos of, like, in, like, rural indigenous towns and, like, everyone's worked up into, like, a frenzy and everyone's, like, some, like rioting and shit. I'm surprised you don't see more boomerang action in those videos.
0: Well, I'll tell you this: there was—I um, can't remember which UFC fighter did it. I think actually it was v- Fabricio Vadoom mm-hmm. was fighting Kane Velasquez. I can't remember if they did a tour of Australia or what was going on, but Fabricio got gifted. What's his name? Fabricio Werdum,
1: bro. That fool sounds like a Marvel villain. <laughs> Fabricio. Fabricio Vadum.
0: Yeah, so he got he got gifted by the Australian people at Boomerang. Mm, sick. And him and his team were getting into it with Kane's team. Yeah. And Fabricio was like, bro, the locals have given me a weapon. So he fucking, he donked someone on Kane's team. I don't know if he hit Kane with it. We'll have to, if we had a young Jamie here, we could... We could bring it up, but it was pretty fucking funny, man. <laughs> like, within minutes of receiving a boomerang from like, you know, some, I think it was some elders were like, hey dude, like welcome, fucking great to have you guys here. We love your sport. Here's a gift from us. And he's like, fucking sick. And then within two minutes gets in at an altercation with the rival team and he's like, fuck you cunts. I'm using my new weapon and he just fucking
1: bonk, just docks up. That's head so it. fucking funny, dude. That's so funny to take like a cultural gift and use it as a weapon straight away. Well, like
0: it, it is a weapon that you get gifted, but it's just the funniest thing is that he just, he honestly received it and then just so quickly just turned it into a fucking, he he utilized it. Yeah. I, imagine going to Japan and someone gifts you a samurai sword and then you run into some trouble. And, and you like, just use it. And you're just like, Well boys,
1: you're barking at the wrong tree. And it's got like <laughs> and it's got like your name engraved in it as like a gift.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, people were like, you could slice a watermelon with it or something like that and you're like, No, I'm gonna and smash this cunt here that's getting lippy with me. It's
1: like when you know when you, you go to like a go like a Hawaii, and when you get there at the airport, they like put that fucking put delay, delay on delay you, on you, dude. And then like you get into an altercation, you take it off and fucking choke <laughs> someone out with it. <laughs> <laughs> you wrap it around your hand and use it as a
0: hand wrap, and Boom. you start boots and cuts in the fucking head. Yeah, that up. would
1: be fucking sick.
0: So it's good, man. What was your what was your weekend like? What'd you get up to? Um,
1: I uh, I did my grocery shopping this morning. Yeah, did my grocery shopping this morning, dude. And so I'm doing my groceries, all that type of shit. And I get to the fucking checkout, dude. I'm in Woolworths. Got too much stuff to go in the self-serve. And I'm a big staunch, like, you don't go into the fucking self-serve with a trolley. Yeah. You don't go into the self-serve with a fucking trolley, dude. Self-serves are for only your people bopping in in and out. Or you got to at least, at least you have to have a basket. Yeah. And even if your basket's too full, you're being an asshole. Yeah. But when you go in there with a trolley, it's... Fuck that, bro. I fucking hate that. So I don't do that. I go to the fucking conveyor belt, dude. I go to the checkout. Right? I go to the fucking minimum wage worker. And when I tell you, when I fucking say that if this cunt went any slower, he'd be in fucking reverse. Oh,
0: no. Dude,
1: I nearly fucking manhandled a minimum wage worker this morning. I, got, I was getting fucking agitated, dude. My fucking skin started getting itchy. Yeah. Scan it and put it in the fucking bag, man. Fucking hell. This cunt was taking so fucking long to do everything. I was almost going to say something. Like, my partner had to, like, chill me out. Because I was sitting I was about to be like, bro, let's fucking go, dude. Yeah. And And it reminded me of when I was a lesser comedian. For a while, dude, I tried to do this. I tried to make this bit and I could never make it work. And it was... I think you should be allowed to abuse minimum wage workers. Okay. I think that you should be able to abuse minimum wage workers, dude. And I think it should be a right that we all have. And it shouldn't be frowned upon to be rude to minimum wage workers.
0: Kind of like fighting someone on the uh, uh, first Tuesday of December.
1: Kind of like that, dude. Kind of like that. Because here's the thing, Bradley. I've worked minimum wage. I've worked in the service industry. I've worked these fucking jobs, dude. And you know what I didn't do? fuck up. Didn't fucking slack off. You know what I didn't do? Take a fucking thousand years to do something, dude. I fucking, I'm not trying to big note myself here, dude, but I fucking nailed having my minimum wage jobs and my service jobs. I smashed it. Never was doing fucking retarded shit. So when someone is doing what could potentially be one of the fucking easiest jobs in the world, dude, and they fuck up, I should be able to call them retarded.
0: Yeah, I reckon you should. I
1: should be able to call them a fucking retard. And everyone around me should be able to go, yeah, well, yeah, fuck, hurry up. Yeah. You're taking fucking too long, took dude. took too long. And This is my weekend, bro. Bro, this is my weekend. Bro, I'm not fucking kidding when I tell you that it was quicker getting all of the items in the trolley than it was to get it fucking paid for and boxed and fucking bagged up and put in my trolley.
0: Did you see the guy's name on his badge?
1: Yes, his name was Billy. Billy. His name was Billy, and he was he was a big... He was like a tall, young noodle boy, fucking acne on his face, and he was just taking forever, dude. And I was about to fucking full-blown have a fucking confrontation with like a 16-year-old.
0: We... um, I, it's, it's funny because you're talking about your skin itching, and as soon as you started telling you this, I was like, what made my skin crawl this week? What? And something we've bought bought up on the uh, on the pod before, so check in, uh, flying back solo to Newcastle, and I just fucking, I hate airports, and I hate aeroplanes, dude.
1: You don't like them. I don't like airports, for sure. I don't like I airports, don't because it's like,
0: is there going to be a kilo of cocaine that I forgot that I bought, that's just in my fucking luggage, that, that didn't get sniffed, and like... You know what yeah, I mean? I, yeah. I, I hate the anxiety. Airports give me anxiety. Flying is fine. But, um, you know, being crammed in uh, the the peasant class of an aeroplane. Yeah. And we spoke about this a few weeks ago. But so I'm sitting aisle row. There's a lady in front of me, Taylor. Yeah. That has the only way I could describe it is like, you need to condition your hair more. You know when you see someone that it's like their hair is kind of like straw hair? Yeah. Like it just looks like you've got weak follicles.
1: Yeah. She had weak
0: follicles, this woman.
1: Yeah, what a slut. Gray-haired, older woman. What a fucking disgusting
0: whore. Dude, so we're sitting there. I've got two baddies beside me. Yeah. But but like young baddies, like, you know, just won't make eye contact on their phone the whole time. I'm like, oh, they might be texting about me being fat. Like... (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know what I mean like- <laughs> I know exactly What you mean dude I've had that thought That <laughs> fucking Insane Irrational thought So often dude Yeah As like a fellow Chubby kid Dude When I have Absolutely A thousand times, just people, Mm. dude. People having a good time around me, just been like, I bet you they fucking just called me a fat cunt.
0: Yeah, dude. Do
1: you know what? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, even when I was in like my best shape, like I had abs in my fucking best shape, I would still be like, I bet you they think I'm fucking fat.
0: Oh, it's just like you don't want to touch like these other people, and you know what I did? Ultra rookie mistake, right? What did you do? So I've rocked up and I've looked. I'm like row twenty three, sweet, and. Before I went on, I was like, your aisle seat, because it goes A, B, C, and then I was in D, D,
1: E, F. Yep. Um. So, I, like, I get there, and then... Such f- an annoying way they do the seats. A very annoying way. We we'll Just fucking start from one side to the other. Yeah.
0: Fuck. So, I'm sitting, like, I go to sit in, and then, like, there's a baddie, and she distracts me, so I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm in the, I'm in the window seat. She's like, oh, okay, cool. So, I, like, go sit in there. Then I have to, like, shuffle past her, like, make her get out. Then I'm sitting there and I'm, like, fat and self-conscious. Then the other baddie rocks up and she's like, um, sorry, mate, I think you're in my seat. And I was like, oh, fuck, my bad. And then I looked and I'm like, yeah, I'm 100% in your seat. I'm so sorry. And she would have thought, this motherfucker thought that he could just take the window seat and not give a fuck. And I don't care about the window seat, to be honest. This
1: fat fuck thought that he could take take my window window seat
0: and I wouldn't say anything. So then I'm feeling self-conscious. I'm like, oh, sorry, dude. Like, I, I just fucking honestly misread that. No, uh, yeah, you're right. I'm in your seat. Uh, you're so hot. Yeah. And I'm like, please just sit down there. Like, if we can just remain not making eye contact, that would be grouse. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, cool. Everything's all good. We take off. Our flight, Gold Coast to Newcastle. Yeah, it's not long. We've got old old mother duck in front of us that obviously didn't grow up with shampoo, And, bro, as soon as we get to altitude, seat comes back. Ooh. And I remember me and you a few weeks ago, like, no, we're not doing that. I'm not playing that game on an hour-long flight. No. And I sat there and I go, what would Taylor Cofftree do in this situation? So I just go, boosh, and just push the seat forward with my hands. Let's go. And she, like, stops And like leans forward and looks back at me and she goes, I'm trying to recline. And I go, and you're hitting my knees. It's an hour long flight. And she goes, I'm tall. And I go, probably not as tall as me. Mm. And I'm not tall guys. I'm, I'm, I'm just under six foot, maybe a gracious five, nine.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, She goes, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to lean back that far. Because she realized, now, I'm not playing these games on a fucking hour-long domestic flight cut. So she reclines back to normal. And I'm like, no one else is reclining for an hour-long flight. Pump your brakes a
1: bit. Yeah. Have some fucking decorum.
0: Then, ten minutes later, she tries to do it again to Uh. a lesser extent. And I just push it forward again. And then I'm thinking in my head... Well, you know what? You're copping for the rest of the flight, dude. Just, it was knees. Just, I'm like a little child, just like yeah. pushing the fucking seat forward the entire time. Like, I am going to make this the worst fucking hour of your life, cunt. Just constantly, like, slop it slyly, just pushing my knees in yeah. the seat. Just like, get him. I know you can feel this, and I know this is going to be fucking annoying and uncomfortable for you, but it's just like, we established the
1: ground rule that you're not reclining. We've already had. My tea, my tessie pop. Had, yeah, had, yeah. (laughs) We've already had the discussion. Yeah. We've already had the confrontation that we can all tell by your behaviour already right now and the way that she turned around and said that to you, that she doesn't have this type of thing happen to her ever, dude. These are people that just fucking, they get away with it. They fucking get away with it, Brad. Yeah. They They fucking go through life and fucking no one says, this is an hour flight, put your seat up. Yeah. And they fucking met, they met you, dude. They fucking met you. And then this person decided to go again, dude. It was an unstoppable force meets the immovable object.
0: Yeah, dude, that's what it is. That's really what it is. And then when that happens, black hole. And I was like, I'll take this airplane down, dude. I don't give a
1: fuck. Yeah, I will fucking, where's my box cutter? I'm going to (laughs) fucking hijack this fucking plane and plow it into a fucking worldwide financial institution if you don't. Put your fucking seatbelt up. Yeah. I will nosedive this plane right into the fucking middle of dream world, cunt.
0: I will king hit you in the back of the head in front of a fucking 200-people audience to let you know that these games that you've been playing for a long time are fucking over, dude. Yeah. The funniest thing was back to just being, like, self-conscious on an airplane. So when the plane lands... I'm always of the type of dude that's just like if you jump up immediately and grab your bags and you stand in the uh, the alleyway, you're a dickhead.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But now I'm the alleyway, right? I'm standing next to two baddies who I haven't spoken to and I'm like, what's their game plan? Yeah. Are they a get me the fuck off the airplane as quickly as possible type operator? Or are they more chilled and casual? And God forbid I wasn't going to talk to them. They were too hot. So I was just like, fuck, the minute it landed, I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to be the inconvenient fat guy that's just sitting there like, oh, well, you know, we got to let other people off the fucking plane before I can get up and move. So I just bang, spring up, hop up, grab carry-on, because I'm not a dumb dog, right? Didn't get check bags. Yeah. Just carry-on, put everything in there. Now I'm standing face-to-face with my foe. And bro, she, like, looks at me for, like, one minute, and then let me tell you, she was pretty tall. We are probably about the same height. Yep. Got uncomfortable, turned around. Then I could smell her hair, dude. Because we're uh, crammed on this How old plane. is this
1: lady? She probably would have been, I reckon, mid-50s. Oh, yeah. So way past the point of, like, respecting them.
0: And I think she was like, I think she was like, oh, I've got grey hair. That, you know those bitches that just never have dyed their hair? Yes That's the kind of grey it was like, Right You know how like Like my mum Who you've met mm-hmm. Lovely lady Could have grey hair But she's got respect for herself So she dyes it black Yes So I was like To this lady I was like You could fucking be dyeing your hair You could at least shower For goodness sake mm. Dude the audacity Of these people Because she would have been like I'm, I'm close enough To being an elder That I can just Recline my chair On a domestic flight yeah, and so no one's going to say anything because I'm an old woman.
1: People do just, it's, it's a very funny thing that people do just get to an age where they're just like, their age now should be the reason that everyone has to treat them with like leniency. Yeah.
0: Old people do it all the time. They'll just cut in front of you in the line. Yeah. Oh, is this the, oh, the line's back there? Is it, like, oh, I didn't, reali- didn't realize. And it's like, yeah, well, the line is back there. So take your story, walk and cut. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, dude. And then they'll just still stand there and it's just like because they're old, no one's just like, hey, fucking Phil. Kick it to the back of the line, you old cunt.
1: Yeah, get the fuck out of here, dude. I need
0: my battered <laughs> sav and my fucking scallops,
1: bro. <laughs> That's funny, man, to say about like getting um uh getting self conscious on planes, man. I don't have it um anymore, but I did for a long time. Um Before I started taking my medication... And you would know this, bro, because I fucking stayed at your house before. Like, I used to fucking snore fucking bad. Yeah, I Um, could
0: hear you from two rooms away.
1: Yeah, dude, because my fucking... All my shit was all fucked up, dude. Yeah. And then I started taking the medication. Like, I barely snore now. Yeah, that's good. But, like, I used to... Even, like, before I got really fat from it, I still had that fucking shit going on. So I would snore really fucking bad, dude. And... Like So, like, sleeping on, like, going to, like, Airbnbs when your friends go to, like, a music festival and shit. I always had to, like, be away or, like, go and sleep in the lounge room and shit. And then – and so, like, sleeping on flights was, like, a massive, like – I had a full complex about it, dude. Uh, like I would full have, like, anxiety about going on, like, really, really long flights because I knew that everyone else was like, oh, it's fine, bro. It's Well, who cares if it's 14 hours? We'll just fucking sleep. And then I'd be like – Bro, I can't, dude. I can't because I know that if I'm asleep, dude, I'm just going to be sleeping and there's going to be a hundred plus people angry that are just like, weird. I'm going to fucking kill this cunt. That would fucking hate it, dude. And so I flew to Japan and I would have been one of the only people awake on the whole flight. And this flight is a fucking long as hell flight, dude. This is a long fucking flight. And I fucking was just... And it was, like, in the middle of the night. So, like, I remember flying to Japan and everyone was just around me asleep. All the lights are off. It's just got, like, the the lights on the fucking yeah. runway and shit. And I'm just sitting there like, fuck, cunt. And so, like, everyone wakes up refreshed, ready to fucking tackle Japan, dude. And so I'm fucking... I've been awake for, like, 20 hours straight. And, I'm just, and then I just land in Tokyo, dude. And I just have to deal with Tokyo, with... Sleep deprivation Uh, ruining my fucking brain, dude.
0: Did you ever used to get self-conscious about sleeping at Airbnbs and stuff? Because I remember ages ago when we did a gig in Wagga, I was like, bro, let's just get an Airbnb. And you were like, nah, 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 I'm not doing it. Like, I just prefer to drive back in the night. And I was like, you're
1: a lunatic. Well, that was also because I had no money. Yeah. But I also, I do also have this thing where it's like, I really don't like waking up in a place that I don't want to be and I don't want to wake up in fucking Wagga Wagga. Yeah, that's fair. Like it's, if you can just get there and smack it and then get home, then I much prefer that than fucking having to do anything, dude. Yeah. I don't, I don't like having to stay in places. Like if the, if the drive is five hours or less, let's just do the drive.
0: Yeah, see, I'm because I like to have a drink when yeah, I stand yeah. up. I'm like, oh, well, you know, I can crash, you know. <laughs> Go yeah, with-
1: you do. Yeah, that's different, man, because I only really like to have like a gin and tonic beforehand, and then afterwards just be blazing.
0: Yeah, you do, and love you can a blaze, blaze, blaze and drive,
1: dude. You can fucking blaze and drive.
0: We don't condone it, but you can do it.
1: I don't condone it. I'm just saying I'm good at it. <laughs> I'm elite <laughs> at this shit. Yeah, um, it's all
0: training. It's all conditioning. Sick. Um. All right, well, we'll have a a little quick break, and we'll be right back after this. Fresh skewy, back in the recliners. Mate, these recliners, we've harped on about them for a while. What a fucking investment, dude.
1: Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, dude. I can't wait for people to see him, bro. We've got to fucking start filming this, bro. This shit needs to be out into the fucking world, dude. Out into the At end, the moment, no? we're letting God lead people to this podcast, randomly taking a chance on You Might Like This when looking at their podcasts, which is unreal that we have fucking people listening to this, dude. But we got to get our fucking fat, ugly fucking rigs online, dude. Yeah, we need to. Which um, is a scary thing, dude. I understand it's a fucking it's a scary thing, dude. If we've we're got opening ourselves up to so much cyberbullying.
0: Oh, all the cyberbullying. So bullying.
1: much cyberbullying, dude.
0: Before we do that, if there is any uh, nutritionists that listen to this podcast that want to give us a six six weeks program for us to fucking get in better shape before we do it, mm-hmm. please, for the love of God and Reach out
1: And I need it too dude Because I completely forgot to tell you When you asked me I did something on the weekend I did do something on the weekend What'd you do? I took my dogs for a walk Okay Took my dogs My beautiful little dogs Nitro and Enrique uh, For a walk dude Around the beautiful suburb of Meriwether With my beautiful partner Meriwether Meriwether Shout out doggos Shout out Ash Shout out Meriwether (laughs) <laughs> As well We forgot Yeah and I was, Shout out dude I was walking around dude And this is when I this I need to start getting back in shape dude We were walking around And being a Canberra boy You will attest to this We really take for granted in Canberra How good the infrastructure is there Yeah it's not too bad Like there's The fucking All the fucking pathways Aren't all cracked up and ripped the fucking... If any if there's ever a problem with any road, dude, it gets fixed pretty fucking quick, dude. The roads here up in Nui and in Sydney that I've been around are fucking shocking. Shockers. Shocking. Also, the fucking footpaths are shocking, dude. They're cracked and they're fucking uneven, dude. Tell me you tripped over. And I one. was walking, dude, and there was a bit of um, footpath that had cracked, but one side of the crack was significantly lower than the other. Yeah. And... I stepped my left foot out, dude, and the left side was lower than the right side, and I just fucking rolled straight over my fucking ankle, dude. And it was one of those ones where, you know when you roll your ankle, sometimes you're at an angle, or you didn't roll it that bad, you can kind of pull it back and you don't fall over, but you still roll your ankle? Yep. This one was just like, I just, I fucking, dude, I fell like fucking Tower Set, Building 7, dude. (laughs) I felt like fucking building seven. That's what I fucking felt like, Uh, man. God, I wish that was filmed. I just fucking fell and I was just leaning to and just too much momentum had gone over my knee. So I just fucking fell, dude. Just onto the fucking concrete, dude. My fucking girlfriend's laughing at me. My dogs are running around like licking me and shit, dude. (laughs) There's a person like a couple meters in front of us who was trying to reverse (laughs) out of their driveway and they saw it. (laughs) They saw it, dude. And I'm like, I'm on the ground, like, ah. Oh, Doing the Peter Griffin. Yeah. And then I, yeah. I do that, I get up and I try and walk around on it, like, try and walk it out a little bit, dude. Could barely put any pressure on it, dude. And I was just looking at this person in their car and I just was just sitting there going, like, hurry up, cunt, and fucking leave, dude. You yeah. know how people just, like, get in their car and then they just turn their car on and they just sit in their fucking car for like 10 minutes, dude. Yeah. I understand that when you finish, you've pulled up to where you need to be. I'll sit in my car for 45 minutes sometimes just on my phone after I get to my destination, but I'll never get in my car to start off with Watch someone fall over and then just sit there on my phone for however long it takes. Well,
0: them. you know what they were doing? They were texting all their friends going, I just saw some fat dude fall. over." I was, I was, I
1: was in a group chat. Yeah. I would have absolutely been in a fucking group chat, dude. And I'm still feeling it now, dude. It fucking the, hurt. The news article
0: would have read, fat man with two gay dogs trips over. <laughs> 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 and speaking of doggos, we've got the executive producer back in the house. Russ the red dog has joined us. Russ the red dog. He, um, he will actually be a fan favourite. I think we need to get like just a little uh, one of those little webcams set up for him whenever he mm-hmm. comes in here and just joins us on the pod.
1: Like we have the the camera for us, and then like a camera for you, a camera for me. So we got like the three angles, and now I'd, then I just want a camera shot directly on him the whole time. And like every now and then, when we edit it in, we just edit him <laughs> just chilling, <laughs> just in for like a few seconds. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely do, but yeah, and that's I was just like I was sitting on the ground like fuck can't like. I'm just, I'm getting, to, I'm getting toppled by fucking uneven footpaths. Yeah, that's, it's a... What
0: do you mean? It is, it is bad. It's, i tell you what else is bad as well. When you, when you put on the pounds and you like, you start, You like, cause sometimes you have like body dysmorphia of like, I'm not that fat. I'm i I'm fatter than what I used to be, mm. but I'm not heaps fat. And then you'll walk past and you'll see your reflection in a window and you're
1: like, Oh, I'm grotesque. What, what, what got me... The first time with that type of stuff was I saw photos of me doing stand up. Yeah, I've and, had that, and, as well. and that 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 kicks you in the gut. I tell you what, my that turning kicks point you was in your dude? big fat disgusting gut.
0: I had I did the I did a Movember showcase last year, and uh, it was at the Stag and Hunter, and I was wearing. As per usual, like a black T-shirt while still in stand-up in case you get, you know, a bit sweaty or whatever. No one can really notice it. Mm. And, and you I, don't want to
1: distract from your art. Don't want to distract They're from the there. art. They're you not there. You don't need a loud T-shirt You don't. You don't stand-up. need a loud button-up T-shirt and one of those fucking gay multicoloured hats with a little spinny thing yeah, on. Yeah, a little that. propeller hat. You don't need a fucking propeller hat, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, So, fucking... I see this photo, dude, and I, I embraced the Movember, I grew a Mo, and I'm, like, in one of the bits, and someone's taken a photo and uploaded it, oh. and it's full, like, double chin, fat boy, like, and I was like, oh, dude, I've done a great thing for charity, but... It was at the expense of everyone's eyes having to look at this fucking bucket-ass cunt.
1: Oh, it's disgusting, bro. I I first got rocked by... It was a photo of me doing stand-up at the Tuggeranong Arts Centre. Yeah. So, like, big crowd. I'm fucking on stage, and I was wearing, like, a shirt, and then, like, my... I had, like, a a black sort of jacket that I used to fucking wear, and... My, and I was, had the jacket on, then I had the shirt on and the fucking color of the shirt was just like protruding out of the fucking open jacket, dude. It looked fucking, I looked like a monstrosity. Yeah. It was disgusting.
0: Well, I got a wedding coming up in, in America and it's just like, you know, I've dropped 10 kilos, which is like, it's a little bit more respectable, Yeah, but it's just like, I'm still, I know that like when all the groomsmen are all hot boys, I'm going to be the ugly duckling. And there's yeah. going to be some poor bridesmaid that's like, oh, I got him. Yeah. I got him. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. wait till you see my personality, babe. It fucking it eclipses all these guys. That's
1: a big fear of mine, dude, because a lot of my friends are all like still play like first grade football. Yeah. So they're all like still like ripped. Like my fucking, my mate Jason has fucking had a six pack since we were like 12 years old. So my fr- that's my best friend. Yeah, just since we we're fucking 12 years old, this cunt's had a fucking sit back.
0: My best friend Hot and I would go sparkly, to the gym.
1: Yeah. Beautiful girlfriend, beautiful dog, playing footy getting paid thousands of dollars to go play country footy. Cunt. He's a cunt. Yeah,
0: dude. <laughs> my f- my friend uh my best mate, like he has always just had like not just abs but like the ones that like poke out and there's like the, you can see the in between abs. Yeah. He's always
1: had that. Does he have the V? Does he have the
0: dick root? Has the dick root, yeah. And, That's and, the worst. And then, like, this cunt, man, like, I remember we would drink, like, the same amount of piss. We'd go to the gym. <laughs> we'd work out. We basically did everything Dude, with one the last one time another. I had a dick root, I was five. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had a dick root,
1: to
0: be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I've had my dick give out shameful roots yeah, when, yeah. when I was a sinner. And now I've I've saved it for marriage. But... Um. Yeah, dude. I've like my best friend. Like, it used to irritate me that it's just, like we go to the gym, we're pushing the same amount of weight relatively, and we'll eat. I'll see him eat McDonald's at sh- and shit and drink piss at all hours of the day, and just never ever even
1: lose an ab. Yeah, that's fucking. You know what that is, dude. Lord, he's one of the Lord's chosen. The ones. De- the devil testing you. The devil's testing you, dude. He's trying to get you to fucking... Suck him off? He's trying to get you to fucking cane your able. That's what he's trying to do, dude. Oh, dude. I- trying to get you to fucking murder your brother in cold blood out of jealousy. Ah, oh, dude, yeah. That's what they're trying that. to do, dude. That's what that's what the devil's doing when your best friend is fucking jacked. Like, my best friend growing up, like, he played, like, SG ball for Raiders. Uh, Like, signed for the Canberra Raiders out of Dubbo when he was, like, fucking 14. And this little cunt, like... Play, Made his fucking, (laughs) made his like first grade football debut when he was like 15 years old out in Dubbo, like country fucking rugby league, which is fucking hectic as fuck. Yeah. And then comes to fucking school, dude, and he had, bro, he had the fucking dick root, jacked, wide shoulders, dude. And then there was just me, dude, with my nose and lip piercing and straightened hair. Yeah. Being a fucking gay boy, dude. Yeah, you would have been walking around holding his pocket. Oh, bro, I tell you what, man. A few years later there was like a there was like a, a part where he had gotten very comfortable in his relationship and I had gotten out of mine. So like I was in like real good shape dude and he was like getting a bit fat dude. I tell you what dude, it made me very happy. Oh yeah, made me very happy. Didn't last very long. Yeah, when you see hot people get ugly,
0: nothing is better. And nothing is better. No. Um during the week I saw actually this was a few weeks ago I saw this article and I had it saved in my phone and we didn't talk about it. But I saw that a woman Mm. hid over three pounds of cocaine in a fake pregnancy belly. So basically what she's done, if you can't ascertain from that, she's got like a prosthetic uh, pregnancy belly, stuffed it full of cocaine and deputies in South Carolina arrested this in quotation, pregnant woman after three pounds of cocaine fell from her rubber belly. That she'd, uh, that she'd obviously had like kind of taped to herself. So they were doing like a proactive patrol and according to the sheriff, like they've pulled these guys over, she was acting a little bit weird and, uh, then just tried to chuck an absolute runner on the cops, which you're never going to outrun the cops really, are you?
1: Nah. Like unless
0: you're Usain Bolt, you're not getting, you're not fucking outrunning these cops. So, she was acting erratic, driving erratic as well. Like, here's the thing. If you're going to be a drug mule, mule, like, wouldn't you just drive to the fucking absolute speed limit, indicate head turns, just do nothing suspect
1: to get you pulled over? You got to drive. Was she driving or was someone else driving? Uh, She was driving. Because you got to drive like you're pregnant. Yeah. You're not driving erratically and acting all weird when you're pregnant. Here's the thing, dude. And you know me, bit of a, a seasoned career criminal. Absolute it's, seasoned. It's all it's getting away with crime is ninety percent demeanor. Yeah. Getting away with crimes is ninety percent demeanor. Your demeanour, dude. That's why they call it carry- con men. Yeah. Because you're confident. You- <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. you got to carry yourself like this is a regular fucking day. The more confident you are, the less people are going to question anything. Because deep down, everyone is kind of unsure. So if you're sure, 99.9% of people aren't going to fucking say shit. So she should have just been chilling there, like rubbing her fucking belly like, ooh, yeah.
0: So the best part about this, was right? The prosthetic, prosthetic belly is like a full fucking proper makeup one. So they've spent some good money on it. How did it fall here's out what, Here's what they didn't do. What? They're black. She uh. got a white pregnancy belly. The cops pull them over and they go, the first red flag became obvious when they were giving conflicting information about the due date. The second red flag was officers found marijuana in the vehicle as well. So, like, the cops pull them over. They're like, why are you acting shady? They're like, oh, blah, 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 giving their excuses. They pull them out of the car. They find weed in the car. And then these two are just like, fuck it, let's just get out of here. And she's chucked a runner. And as she's running, three pounds of coke just kind of falls out onto the concrete. The cops chase them down, handcuff them, arrest them. Take the coke back. And, uh, yeah, now they're facing drug trafficking charge and a lengthy stint in uh, in the slammer. But, mate, if you're going to smuggle drugs, and I'm no drug smuggler, but yeah. wouldn't you just, wouldn't you get, like, a fucking, wouldn't you do, like, a rental car or, like, wouldn't you just make sure that, like, wouldn't you get someone to detail your car beforehand and just clean everything out? Yeah. Wouldn't You'd you make sure... You wouldn't have any other drugs
1: <laughs> yes! in the car. Yeah, dude. Yes, I certainly wouldn't be having the drugs that I'm not even trafficking in my fucking car, dude. Yeah. What do you mean? I would be doing... I would be taking every single precaution. Here's the thing, dude. Let's fucking teleport into a fucking new realm. Where you and I are drug traffickers. Oh, okay. You and I are drug traffickers, dude. And we're we're, we're trafficking drugs. <laughs> and what I would be doing, dude, is I would be making like a full fucking list of shit. Going through everything that we need to tick off before we even fucking leave. Oh, you got your
0: backstory. Where are you going? How long you've known each other? What are you doing when you get to South Carolina? Who are you staying with? What's the purpose of your trip?
1: Yes. I'd be fucking going out into the driveway and I'd be saying, Brad, stand behind me. Are my brake lights working? Are my fucking indicators working? Are my fucking tires bald? Anything that anyone could ever nitpick you from and like being fucking in contact with New South Wales police, you know, I can be fucking cunts about it. So I would be fucking going through everything, dude. How, how long until my red rego is expired? Yeah. All of that. T- my license, any, i would be doing all of that type of shit, dude. Checks and balances. Checks and fucking balances, dude. I'll be thinking like, all right, if I need to make a quick... This is our route. Where is the secondary route? You know, once we get past a certain point, where is then the second set of secondary routes? Yeah. This is is the type of shit I'll be doing, dude. If I need to call an audible. Yeah. I would have a script. I would have things that I say, things that I don't say. Easy. I would be, like, looking up, like, what are the best things to, like, say to police officers to get them sort of on your side. You're deleting every evidence from your phone. Deleting all evidence from my phone, dude. I would be fucking all of the things, all the things that I wrote down to, like, do this checklist. Once the checklist is tipped off, I'd burn it. Burn the checklist. You can't have evidence of your checklist around. Yeah. Dude, that's so funny. I certainly wouldn't be... Having fucking weed in the car.
0: Dude, the funniest thing is when you said that checklist, I once dated a girl and we were going away for a weekend away, right? And she wrote herself a little list of things that she needs to take on her, take with her so she doesn't forget. Bit of a spacehead. So she writ- wrote it all down. And one thing that she had on the list, Taylor Coftrey, was bong stuff. Okay. Bong stuff. Bong stuff. Everything you need for your bong, including bong, lighter, something that you would put in your bong. Anyway, mm. so we go away, we have a nice weekend. Great. Some might say we did a lot of healing when we were away. You healed. We healed. We'd had a weekend of healing. Yep. Anyway, we get back, go to a parent's house, parents ask, How's the weekend? What did you do? Blah, 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 blah. We discussed everything. Then. I said, well, I will leave you guys to it. I hope you have a fun weekend. And they were like, yep, sweet. See you later. And her mum goes, Grace, we need to have a talk
1: as I'm leaving. I go, oh, that's not good. Wonder what that could be about. Did you just hear it but not pay attention to it at all and just keep going? I was like, I'm on my way. I'm yeah. on my way. you got to get out of here. So I left. Anyway, probably about half
0: an hour later, my phone rings. She's calling me. She goes, hey. So mum found out what we did on the weekend. And I go, well, how did she find out if she wasn't there? And she goes, well, I wrote a checklist that included everything that we needed to take. And, dude, like there was, you know, there was other things on the on the list as well. We're talking lingeries on the list. Make mm. sure you bring in lingerie. Make sure you bring in condoms. Make sure you bring in balaclavas. everything. Balaclavas. baseball bats, vibrators. Make mm. sure you're bringing a bat from Wuhan, you know. All of that stuff. Salt and pepper in case they don't have anywhere we're staying. Yeah. You know, coconut oil in case we're out of lube. Not ideal, but it will work. Yeah, it does work, but it's not ideal, you're right. Not ideal. And um, anyway, yeah, so she's just like, yeah, so my mum fully found, like went through the room, was cleaning the room, found the list, and we've been outed. And I was like, oh, well, it was nice to date you.
1: So what happened to you guys after that? Um... Look, her mum, her mum was a bit of a cool mum and was like, look. Oh, right. So it explains why her daughter was such a fucking disgusting sinner.
0: And her mum was just like, I'm not going to tell your dad, because he will flip his lid and you guys will not be allowed to remain dating. So Yeah,
1: like as if the, that you guys were going to listen to that. Yeah, we didn't listen to that. It's a I very was- funny thing when parents are like, I forbid them from dating. It's just like, listen, mate, you just got to hope that you have... You Honestly, you've just got to hope... That you have fostered enough deep shame in your children associated with certain things to stop them from doing it. Otherwise, it's open slather, dude, and you just have to deal with it. If you don't, listeners, if you don't pump your children with enough shame, with enough disgusting Catholic guilt, they're going to run wild and you're going to have no one to blame but yourself. But yourself. But your fucking self, mate. You've got, got to make your kids believe that if they even look at a pair of tits, they're going to hell. They're
0: going to hell. Otherwise. And then you get them to a certain age and you go, nah, titties are actually fucking yeah. sick, dude. Titties rip.
1: Titties do rip. <laughs> but you know what? Titties don't rip until you fucking. As long as you're living under my roof, titties don't rip. <laughs> <laughs> titties are unterrible in this room.
0: You understand? How dare you The only tits that
1: rip in this house Are your mother's You ever been caught wanking I I I've definitely I've Here's the thing man Is like I've definitely been caught wanking But I'm I don't think that The other people have known That I was wanking
0: so how, did you, how do you get caught? How's that getting caught? Like someone's walked in and they were just
1: like, oh, hey, man.
0: And I've like, oh, been hey,
1: in complete darkness having an imagination wank. Oh, yeah. And then great, had for, great for creativity. Great for creativity. Honestly, dude, have them.
0: Have because
1: it. you know me, dude, I've been off the pern. Been off the pern? I've been off the pern, dude. And sometimes you can't just be fucking your lady all the time, dude, because of fucking the Lord. Yeah. Right? So I fucking, I've been having imagination wanks, dude. Dude, they hit different. They do. They hit different when you're... Using the memory of something sick that you've done sexually as the fuel for your ecstasy. Yeah. And not some fucking fatherless scumbag and some other scumbag with a giant hog. With a giant monstrosity of a hog. Yeah. Just pumping this fucking fatherless hoe, dude. And you're sitting there with your phone in front of your head fucking. (laughs) Disgusting. But if you're just sitting there going like, "Oh yeah, man, that time I fucked that chick," that's 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 how God wants you to aim. That's how, dude. That's how God intended. That's
0: how God, because God didn't bestow the internet onto people for generations. Absolutely not, dude. And he said sometimes you got to have an imagination wank and just rebuild that connection in your brain, reboost some can uh, some creative energy. Yes. You ever you ever not had a wank for say like? 10 days and then you bust and like when you initially bust it's like a split second of like pain because it goes oh yeah and it just shoots yeah. out
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> and you go oh there's so much there's all the jizz here just yeah dude, it's like, it's like if you let
1: too much pressure build up in your hose when you finally release it it snaps the head <laughs> off dude i've snapped my fucking knob off dude, yeah, dude. Come so hard. he
0: found his knob on the floor dude but um i need a piss. i'm so sorry dude
1: well, let me just quickly finish it. Yeah. So I've had been having an imagination wank and then I've had like my mum like open the door to like ask me a question and I've just like shot my eyes open and just like stayed still and just answered the question and then she left. Uh, so okay. I've, I've had ones like that. And then I've definitely had like, um, I've definitely had like in the shower, uh, like, yeah. wanking in the shower. And then obviously your parents come and like bang on the door and shit. And you're like, you've been in here for 25 minutes. I, like I, I used to get a lot of... I'm like, getting lightheaded. <laughs> my parents fucking bang on the door and like my stepdad being like, Oi, get your hand off it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of those. He's throwing that one in there. Yeah. But no, I've never
0: been caught. Because there's a few different people. Like, There's people that are really sly about their wanking <laughs> that never get caught. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a sly wanker. That's the shame. Because I have a lot of Catholic shame. That's the shame. Your like, parents did well. And then the Lord said that thou shalt not masturbate. Yeah. Whilst they were masturbating. And uh yeah, like but I've got friends that were just like nasty with it and have like literally been caught like four or five times. I had a friend that got caught twice in the same day, dude, by his
1: parents. Yeah, by d- different parents. Mate. Yeah. And Come you, know, on, you dude. know what he did, dude? You can't be having two. you can't be having wanks when both parents are up and about going around their fucking days. This man. is 15 year old boy shit,
0: though. This is like, but you gotta like be a, aware. A
1: cool breeze goes past and your horn just goes. Dah, dah,
0: dah. And like, yeah, yeah, I like, know what you mean. Like right. you're
1: outside, like a moth hits you on the side of the head, and you're like, whoa,
2: are we fucking this moth? Yeah,
1: dude. Are we gonna fuck this insect?
0: And then, like, you know, because it's like 15 year old boy, so he's just like, you know, he was going through testosterone, not realizing that that boner would just eventually go away, that you don't need to fucking. Viciously beat your dick every time you get it
1: Yeah your dick Your dick isn't fooling up with cum And if you get it out of it You're gonna have the Like cancer or something
0: Who would you rather catch you wanking Your mum or your dad My dad It's gotta be your dad doesn't it Yeah it's
1: gotta be your dad Because
0: shameful. obviously no Like my dad would laugh at me And he'd he'd say Fucking where'd you get that dick from Must be from your mother's side of the family And oh, uh, Um, Yeah you could Like dude You couldn't look at your mum in your eye after you after you've been doing that.
1: I had a mate of mine who had his mum walk into his room (coughs) while he while he is on on the bed. On the bed, dude. Laptop. Laptop. Resting like on his quads.
0: Yeah. So he's
1: lying back, completely nude. Right? Tissues, fucking (laughs) tissues and like that, that palm olive uh, fucking yeah. moisturiser Yeah I know Headphones in Like proper like Beast he's the Headphones in In the experience dude Like as close as you could get To VR porn Before VR porn happened Yeah And he was just there Fucking Cranking himself dude With the fucking headphones <laughs> in Right But his But his bed Didn't face the door
0: Oh no So his
1: mum Has come in And has seen this guy Up against the wall So he's like So this is the bed facing that way. Down there's the wall. The the door is like over there. So So the door's
0: over his right-hand shoulder. The door is over
1: his right-hand shoulder. So his mum's walked in and just seen him. Laptop on the fucking kneecaps, dude. Tissues, palm olive... Just fucking cranking his fucking dick, dude, with headphones in, dude. Yeah. And apparently he fucking was like sorta of saw something out the corner of his eye and like looked over, dick in hand. And as soon as he looked over, dude, his mum slapped the headphones off him.
0: <laughs> dude, that's commitment <laughs> from the mum, dude.
1: <laughs> that's fucked. <laughs> that's so fucked, God. Yeah, dude. And that was the, That was the friend that like um. That was the friend that, like, grew up to, like, um, it make, try and make us all go to, like, BDSM, like, sex parties oh, and shit. Oh, this guy. And he always had, like... I've told you about this guy. Yeah. But he always had, like, really weird relationships with, like, younger chicks who were just sluts. Like, the, the dude, he used to be a bouncer and then he would, like, fuck strippers.
0: Oh, Yeah. Yeah, like dude. just
1: a sexually depraved had had nipple piercings type of dude.
0: Yeah, one of my friends had like a little bin, like mm. one of those little you know like the mesh wire bin. Yeah. Had one of those that he would just fill up with tissues, like he like he lived in like a garage converted to a room. Ah. And would just fill this bin up weekly. And, like, his parents had an ongoing joke with they're just, like, bro, you're a bit of an incel. You need to stop wanking so much. You're going through boxes of tissues. Yeah. And your room smells like stale cum. Like, can you can you not just flush that shit?
1: Yeah. And, and here's the thing, dude, is, that like teenage boys' rooms smell bad enough as it is. Yeah, you don't need stale you cum. You don't need dishes, stale it. cum. I think it's way different if you're if your son is, like, crushing pussy all the time in his room, that's different. You might find a
0: smoothie. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's right, dude. (laughs) That's very different. That's when you got to be like, all right, mate, you fucking got it. But if your son is just fucking wanking his little dick too much, dude, you got to step in.
0: I'll tell you a funny story. So one time I was, like, 15, and I was hooking up with my girlfriend. I think my parents were away. And um, the next morning... My, my girlfriend at the time left. And um, so it was just my sister was out. It was just me and my brother just like sitting there and like just having a bowl of new screen just hanging out. And my brother's like, You're a disgrace, cunt. And I was like, What's up? And he's just like, Dude, you need to learn how to flush your smoothies if you're going to fucking flush Frangers, dude. Flush them properly. And he's like, I don't want to fucking go to the toilet in the middle of the night oh. and have this thing bobbing up there while I'm taking a piss and he's just like and you shouldn't flush them anyway dude you should be fucking wrapping that thing up and like putting it in a bin or something he's
1: like yeah dude
0: sort it out cut i
1: was like oh thanks for showing me the ropes dude cuz i had no idea no one told me this yeah that's true man L- luckily i never had that because i watched a show where it was like um dude i watched this show and it was like you know the show skins yeah uh, um australia tried to make like skins yeah. And I think it only ever lasted like one season because no one fucking watched this thing. No. But I watched it, dude. And there was an episode where the the guy is like recently just started dating this chick. And he was like a virgin before. And this was like the school slut. But they like started dating and they like lost, he lost his virginity to her um, in his house. But then he went and like flushed the condom down his bathroom. Right, but like he didn't know that you had to like do shit for it. So his mum came in and just found like a floating used condom yeah. in the toilet. And I'd then, wrap it and in toilet like, paper. That's what you gotta do, bro. You like gotta wrap it up in toilet paper into a little ball and then you gotta put it down there and then you fucking fly. Yeah. It.
0: Dude, speaking of skin Or
1: just don't use condoms, dude. I mean I, I think I've I I stopped using condoms early, bro. Do you remember? Early, bro. Remember your boy? Hey, your boy keeps it wet. Remember Effie from Skins? I didn't watch Skins.
0: Oh, the UK. She was fucking... She was, she, was a, she was a baddie. But, like, that's a weird TV show that, like, there's some grown men out there that were like, we need to make a TV show. And it's all about fucking these teenagers in London and their little ruthless bastards. They're doing cocaine and they're having sex and they're fucking crazy bastards drinking Sky Vodka. And it's like,
1: yeah, dude, how fucking crazy is that? This is another thing, too. Is that, like women especially, almost their entire favorite genre of television is high schoolers fucking each other. Girls love watching people in high school fuck each other and shit, dude. It's fucking unreal, cunt. Like some of the most popular TV shows like Euphoria and shit, I yeah, just I've never I just shit. like 16, 17-year- old kids getting their tits out and like fucking and like doing drugs and shit.
0: Yeah. and like fuck, how many kids were actually doing that shit?
1: Only the cool ones. Only the cool ones. Only the cool ones and the girls who got tits early.
0: Yeah, I need a piss. We'll yeah, be right. back. let's go. Mate, we had a uh, we had a caller hit the line. Go. So without further ado, let's do this.
2: Hello to all the listeners out there. My name is Brian. I love comedy. I was listening to your podcast the other day. You said that you would be making a Sunday service for the team and handing out jumpers. I would love to be on the team. I would like to nominate myself for the number nine jersey. That is the hooker's jersey. I think you should give that one to me for the following reasons. I love taking dick for loose change down on the docks. It's my second favorite thing. My most favorite thing is to dress up as Little Red Riding Hood and lie in troughs tross in Sydney gay clubs. I let the lovely boys cover me in urine. It is very fun. It really puts some lead in my pencil. If you granted me that jersey, I would treasure it. I would wash the piss off myself and come to the party and listen to tales from the best podcasts in Newcastle. I would also talk smack about that errant pile of excrement podcast, How to Not Comedy. (laughs) That Mitchell coin is the worst. I heard that he lives in a low socioeconomic area, and they call him Fat Boy Slug. I have also heard that he has type 4 diabetes. Anyway, Bradley, it's great listening to you and Susan Boyle talk shit every week. I shall go now as I have to pick up a costume for the party tonight. I am going to lie in the piss trough dressed as a little mermaid. I cannot wait.
0: Oh, dude. Well, Brian, I hope you're laying down as the black uh, little mermaid, just as uh, a part of the inclusivity movement. That's yeah, happening that's the thing. Disney. If you're
1: going to be the little mermaid, dude, I'm only accepting the live action. So yeah, you, you gotta have go, to do blackface.
0: Yeah, if you got to do blackface, we want blackface mermaid tail. And um, look, we're not saying that uh, we're not saying that you don't have the jersey. We're definitely not
1: saying you don't because that was a pretty pretty funny message.
0: We're saying that um, you know we. We do need to see a bit. Uh, we need to see more form, I reckon, because the the hooker jersey is highly touted in the disciple team. It's a part of the spine, Taylor Coftrey. So yeah, you is. know, the, you know, you know that the fullback, the halfback, and the number nine is the spine. It is a
1: pivotal role, and uh, the look, spine is important in any team, dude. Any team, so it's important to have like your two key forwards, your ruckman, and your two key defenders in the AFL. Yeah, see, that's yeah, your spine. I wouldn't even know. Who, I I couldn't even tell you
0: a fucking skeric about AFL football. Nah, that's all right, you'll get there. Do you ever wish that I knew more about AFL or was more into AFL? Or do you ever wish that you were as into NRL as that you are AFL so our dance would be next level with the sporting code that we like?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I do a little bit, but that's that's just part of like my life, man, like growing up in a rugby league state as an AFL boy. Yeah. Like it just what well, that was that, that's just common place bro like
0: you know enough to carry a very basic conversation i know about enough because
1: on. i did follow it and i played it yeah like i played rugby league a little bit i played like a season of rugby league and then i always played for the school like i always played school teams yeah teams and shit like that so and and that that and rugby union so like i know it right? and then yeah and you can't really escape it dude so you i'm just hearing no, um stuff all the time and then like my mates a lot of my mates have also been rugby league and then like oh. my mate they played for the fucking Raiders and shit. Yeah, so like I was that, but luckily, like my main friendship group was mainly just AFL boys, so I was always just ch- talking. Speaking talking
0: of, speaking of NRL, so when Cass and I were at the airport on Friday, getting ready to fly to the Gold Coast, we see former Canberra Raider, former Melbourne Storm, now owner of Airlock of Fitness, the one and only Sandor Earl.
1: Really? Does he own Airlocker Fitness? Yeah. It, Tell you what, dude, I follow them on Instagram, and I have been very close several times. Yeah. To inquiring about what it is.
0: There's a there's a girl that I used to that I used to see. I don't know if we'd ever we ever call each other boyfriend and girlfriend, but um, she trains at one. So I've I've almost got the X f- from it, like secondhand X. Like yeah. I can't go. I could never do that in case I had the awkward think of just running into her. Um Sandor Earl, uh maybe one of the hottest boys to ever exist. Yeah. So how funny is this? So I'm sitting there with Cass and I go, Oi babe. She's like, what? I'm like, Sandor Earl is over there. She goes, who's Sandor Earl? And I go, played for the Raiders, played for Melbourne Storm, certified hot boy. Mm. That's all I said. Yeah. Right? And she casts her eye over the airport and then goes Dunk, and, like, a homing missile just locked in on him. She's like, that guy over there in the black shirt? And I'm like, yeah, that's him. And she's like, yeah, he is a hot boy. And, then, like, when I was in the Goldie, I was talking to, like, some of the other girls. And they are like, oh, yeah, one of the hottest dudes ever. And, mm. uh, but this, this. There
1: was this, a girl at my school. He was her lock screen. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So this. Arendelle College. This got me, Taylor.
0: This got me. So I was like, fuck this bloke. He's probably 6'2 or 6'3". Hundred, I reckon maybe hundred five kilos with just like not much fat on him at all. Like if I, if we get body percent fat, it'd yeah. be under ten percent,
1: but not as shredded as playing days. Nah, not like as shredded. when footballers are still in shape, but not like elite level football shape. Yeah, that's when they kind of look the best.
0: So he he was there just looking hot in all his glory, yeah, looking drinking hot. drinking a coffee, replying to emails, just being a businessman, and. As a mere coincidence, he comes and sits like me to the red dog away from us. So now I'm just mesmerized by how hot this bloke is. I've got a Broncos hat on, and I'm sitting there listening to clips of Bloke in a Bar, and his ears perked up because he heard his good friend, Denon the Big Kemp, who's the host of the Bloke in a Bar podcast. Yep. I like him. Yeah, he's funny. He's a good guy.
1: So... Like I know him. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good guy. A, I mean, he's a he's, good content creator. He's a good guy, and he's a friend of the pod, actually, friend of the pod. Hey, yeah, I've like him. In the bar, if you want a fucking jersey, dude, <laughs> send well, in. You have to audition. Don't forget. Don't forget,
0: Denon. You got to fucking. You got to. You got to audition, mate. It's no handouts here. But I actually, messaged Kempy and I said, mate, like, who do you get your jerseys from? I'm looking to make my own disciple jersey. I didn't give him all the intricate details. I'm like, I need to make a retro jersey. Your ones look fucking sick. Who did you go through? And Kempy was like, this is the company that I went through, all the best. And I was like, if I can go to the Bronx. And he's like, go to the Bronx. And I was like, fucking now we're boys. Yeah. And i tell you who else I messaged. Who? Because I was like, some other, some other guys have done this. Uh, they're called the Inspired Unemployed. Yeah,
1: everyone knows the Inspired Unemployed. So they've- The absolute magnet of the hottest chicks- to ever attend any type of comedy events. Yeah. Apparently their shows are just filled to the brim of tens that would scoff at the idea of going to any stand-up comedy showcase.
0: Yeah. So the funny thing is, right, so these boys, like for American listeners, these guys inspired unemployed basically during the COVID pandemic just started making silly videos and then their videos took off and now they own a beer company and they're just – make a podcast and one of them does
1: stand up. One of them's tried trying to do do stand stand up. up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I think he's done like one show, but I think it was more like go out and do it as a dare kind of thing. Yeah.
1: And, um, (laughs) how funny is it that like for some people like, Oh, I'm just going to do it once. They like just sign up to some shitty open mic with 12 people. And then some people sell out like 200 seats and get Billy Darcy to open for them and then yeah, and Pat Doherty and there. Then Pat Doherty's there, and then fucking just the hottest girls ever turn up, and then you just never have to do it again.
0: Yeah, Pat Doherty said that he actually did pretty good as well. Yeah. Um. Now <laughs> I sent those blokes a message because they've got a retro jersey that they do, so I hit them up and I was like, "Hey boys, like really love the retro jerseys. Looking to make my own. Can you point me in the right direction?" Well, Taylor, mm-hmm. I think the blue tick may have got to their head. Was that just didn't even reply to your boy, and I was that like, I left you unread. I don't know if they've read it or if I'm
1: just sitting in that fucking gauntlet of just well, that's the thing, man, is that like you're one of 10 million people, thousands of people who yeah. have tried to message them.
0: But imagine how many people messaged the good man bloke in a bar, Den and Kemp, and you know, Kempy got back to me, bro, in 15 minutes.
1: Yeah, mate, that's that. That's,
0: that's the difference, mate. Maybe I think that I think it's because like our, Maybe he could read the thick dick of the north energy just permeating through that message.
1: I was gonna say that,
0: and he's. I was like, absolutely gonna say that, but and he's like, he's one of us. He's a good bloke. But anyway, I'm getting distracted. So back to Shandor Earl. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so Shandor, Shandor Earl Shandor. is sitting there, right, and he's drinking his coffee, and I glance down. I go, oh, he's got one of those fucking. Dead fingernails where he's obviously been a hot boy dropped the weight and it's purple. He's got a purple nail and that's not good. And anyway, so his hands are behind a keyboard, right? Screen, I can't see what he's doing, and then I see him go and grab a, his coffee and he goes to take a sit. He doesn't have a, a bruised fingernail. He's painted his fingernails. How many? All of them. All of them. Black, some black, some purple. There was two green ones. And I, and I go, oh,
1: is this? Is he doing that? Polished man. Is he doing the polished man? Because I did that. And I go, I raised eight hundred dollars. But when? What month is polished man on? Fuck, like who knows, bro? Definitely not fucking winter. I think it's towards the end of the year. I think it's like a November type thing. Yeah, it is. So, is he getting in
0: there very early? What month is Polish Man? It's October. October is Polish Man. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, dude, you're 6'2, you're 100 kilos, you're hot, got all the tattoos, successful football player, successful business owner. You know, they're painting your fingernails. Yeah. Here's the thing. And it's really hard to call him a low testosterone male because he has done. Very high testosterone. Yes. In, he's in lived playing. a high
1: testosterone
0: life. And he's you know and I was just like, Is this just is this just
1: another play to get even more Poonani? Here's the thing, Bradley. Is he doing something gay for pussy? Is that your boy knows all about being gay for pussy. Yeah. Right? But some would say you've got your master's degree in it. I've got my master's degree in being gay for pussy the thing about being gay for pussy is that for a lot of the time you're being gay for pussy because you're either have nothing else going for you or you're just maximizing the aesthetic that you kind of naturally already fall into. I already naturally fell into the, I was a, I was a, I was a baby face. I had great hair. Like I was a bit shorter. Like I was a little bit more dainty. You know what I mean? So it was like, that's why it was very easy for me to transition into straightening my hair, wearing skinny jeans, getting my lip pierced, all that type of gay shit, dude. Yeah. Because it worked the charm. I suited it. Right? You're already 6'3. Six, 6'3. Three. Six, three. Peak physical condition. Specimen. specimen. Post football. Specimen. Business owner. Business owner. Certified hot boy Hottest boy You don't need to be adding extra layers On trying to get sneers You, do, here's you what don't You don't need to be doing it dude That's not for you You know when you see like a really hot dude Or like a really hot chick Or someone who is like Already kind of successful in some other skill And they come and try and do stand up And you're like This isn't for you man yeah, Get
0: out Get out This is for us yeah, this is for the ugly rejects. You're, you're already killing it.
1: It's yeah. like when you see someone who's like already like in a band playing music, and they're like, "I am want to try stand up," but it's like, "Can you fuck off, dude? This isn't for you. You're already doing that. You're a good guitarist. This is for us. You're a good guitarist. This is for us, dude. It, you, you don't think that we all want to do what you're already doing? Yeah, you've got fucking rocks in your head. If you think that if I was a guitar shredder, musically gifted person, that I would even fucking look stand-ups way. Yeah. You are. Got rocks in your head, dude. So, Sandor or Earl, get your fucking fingernails stripped back, cut, fucking shivs down or ground down, and just go about being 6'3". Peak physical condition, tattoos. certified hot boy with tattoos. Yeah. Leave that, leave that for the low T half girls.
0: Yeah, leave it for the low T half girls. Because what it is, right? Leave it to the white skinny white boys who always look tired. He's got That's for them. He's got a sheath, right? And a sheath, for those who don't know what that is, that's where you hold your arrows, right? And if you mm-hmm. look at Shandor's fucking arrows, 6'3", 100 plus kilos, fucking shred muscled. Tattoos Beautiful face There's not many more arrows you can fit in the sheath chair. Yeah pit.
1: what more do you want?
0: Come you don't on. need to paint your fingernails bro It's greed
1: It is greed It's, it's a, a deadly sin it's And greed. I'll tell
0: you why it's, I'll tell you why Why? Once you have a 10 All you want 10s The more 10s you're around The more yeah. realise that there's 10s everywhere Yeah You think everyone's a 10 And he's, he's in Dude he's in airlocker He's training women to be tens. He's like a ten prospect scout. He's on the scouting team training to tens. be
1: and maintaining tens. Yeah,
0: he's got tens that come in trying to push for an eleven, the elusive eleven, the elusive eleven. And he's just surrounded by tens, and he's going, "Fucking, what else can I do? Like, I'm already fucking the hottest man ever. I've already got all this kind of stuff. Like, what? How do I pull? How do I pull? Fucking Lucy. Oh, her ex boyfriend's a bit of an indie dude." He, p- he painted his fingernails. I need to paint my fingernails to plug Lucy.
1: Do you reckon that being the competitive beast he is, he's trying to do a bit of resistance training? What do you think of that? What do you think of that idea? <laughs> is it that resistance? P- putting putting hurdles in front of you. Because here's the thing, dude, is that like there are only certain types of girl that like the fin- the fingernails painted type of thing. There are a lot of girls that still aren't into that.
0: Ah, so he's going for the 10 that's into fingernail painting. He's going for a real niche market, you reckon?
1: I reckon, no. I reckon he's trying to pull the girls that he regularly pulls, but he's putting obstacles in front of himself. He's putting a resistance band. He's putting another ah, resistance band there. on, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Instead of like, like I don't usually like a bloke that paints his fingernails, but this guy's yeah. a fucking
1: hot boy throbber, and it's and it's finger painted. So he's not, you know what, you know what I mean? He's not slapping another plate on. He's just putting the two point fives on. Yeah. Just putting the two point fives on. You're not really pushing up weight, but it's a little bit. Yeah, there's a little bit. That's of what extra I think. On He's there. doing a little bit of resistance training. That's what I think, God dude. damn him. Fuck and him. he's just trying to. He's just trying to. Maybe she's trying to test himself.
0: Dude, I'll tell you what's the funniest thing as well. What? When you're at an airport with with your <sighs> missus and you just go, The hottest guy here and within three milliseconds she finds who exactly who you're talking about and you know that like he had the he could have the ability just to walk up and be like, Hey, where are you going? And she'd be like, Oh, I'm going to I'm going here for my brother's thirtieth and he's like, Well, when you get back, tell that fat, unimpressive, beer-drinking pelican that you're with mm. to hit the road and that you're coming to fucking Melbourne with me next week. And you know what? You couldn't even be mad at your partner for doing it. Nah,
1: you'd have to drop her off at the airport.
0: You'd have to drop her off. You'd have to You'd have to give her a kiss goodbye and say, you know what? You're on to bigger and better things both physically and in the dick department.
1: Yeah, that's right, man. And and fucking bro, football's just littered with cunts like that. Like I'm so glad I don't live down in Melbourne, and there is the chance that my girl runs into Bailey Smith, and he just decides that she's his girl now, and I just have to go, fuck. Okay, yeah, fuck. We had right. a good run, babe. Hey, we had a good run, but I mean, that is absolutely gold, platinum certified hot boy Bailey Smith, and it is what it is. I can't. Yeah. I can't. It, I can't stop you from, I love you. I can't stop you from achieving greatness.
0: Dude, I reckon those guys that do resistance training all the time where I reckon they'd even just get tired of single hot chicks and they just look for hot chicks that are in relationships to ruin. Yeah, they do all of the time. They'd just be like, nah, you got a boyfriend? What does he do? He's a plumber. <laughs> you hang out with a dude who plays with shit all day, do you? Well, why don't I come clear your pipes? Yeah. You know? Why don't I come and fucking suction your moot?
1: Yeah, look, that's the thing, man. Is if you live in, like, a town like, or a city where there are a lot of athletes and you have a girl that likes the idea of, like, girls' nights, there's oh. a there's an f- absolute chance that she's getting piped down by some fucking football player.
0: Dude, I've had the same... same- so happy my girl doesn't want to leave the house Ever same, uh, same chick that I used to date When I was a young man This was when Blake Ferguson Was being Fergie Ferg In Canberra Fergie Ferg yeah And um, the girl I was dating Was a good looking Young little blonde chick And uh, basically Fergie Ferg Liked what he saw And Fergie went up And he went Hey mate How are you? And she's like Yep good And uh, He goes What's your number? Didn't ask her the name Just goes What's your number? And she's like I'm not giving you my number And then he lifted his shirt up, tensed his abs, and went, Do you know who I am? And she goes, Yeah, I don't really give a fuck who you are. And uh, mm. Fergie was just like, Damn, all right, on to the next. And then my partner came up and told me that in the club. And I was like,
1: You fucked up, dude, man. That was Ferg, dude. That was Fergie. You fucked <laughs> You turned down Ferg when he like, had hair. You fucking dumb bitch. It's like, this is the thing of the life we could have had. Yeah, dude. I was like, all you got to do is go back there, tell a couple of fibs, and you and I are fucking rolling deep for the next fucking however many years, dude. Tell a couple of fibs, come tell home a with shine your right? a shiner under your eye. Tell a couple of few fucking careers. Who
0: cares, dude? Think of the money. You think you want to work I at I want a club? Holden Maloo. Yeah, dude, I need. A ho- I've got the SV6, but I need the fucking V8. I need the Maloo, babe.
1: I need you- 270 fucking horsepower to go, baap,
0: and get me down the yeah, street. Yeah, that's right.
1: And you know what? My mom was right about you. I don't think you're the one. I don't think you I are. I don't the think one. you're the one, dude. Because she told me that you would stop me from achieving my dreams, dude. And my dream is to not have to work and have a Holden Maloo, and that was our chance to get it. And you, you've look at you, look what you've gone and done to me. My has just went down the toilet. Because you thought you were all high and mighty. Yeah, you thought you you're too good up for up there on boy. your fucking high horse saying, you know what, that's fucking gay and cringy for you to walk up to someone and tense your abs and say, do you know who I am? What are you, Mike the Situation <laughs> from Jersey Shore? Dude? <laughs> Mike the Situation. What a fucking all f- that... Yeah, but what a fucking... Gay cunt he was for doing that.
0: Mike or Ferg? Fergie Ferg. Oh, Fergie Ferg. Dude, absolute what a fucking gay cunt. Absolute, absolute shit cunt behaviour. But the funny thing is, dude, he would have just went and done that to the next Flues and it I guaranteed it would have worked. Yeah. He got- goes, Tens the abs. you know who I am. I'm Blake Ferguson. I play for the Raiders. I make $600,000 a year. And she goes... Where can I suck you off?
1: Yeah, it happens all the time, dude. Like, I um, I, ha- I I didn't really know him personally. I think I maybe met him, like, once. But I knew a guy that um had his, like, three or four-year relationship ended because his girlfriend fucked Nick Kotrick.
0: Oh, yeah. Nick Kotrick's a Greek god. Oh, yeah,
1: I was about to say, but what do you want to do, bro? Like, can you really get mad at your girl for doing that?
0: Like you, Look,
1: you, gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta understand that like this is what's just gonna happen. Your woman is going to be a biologically hardwired. She's gonna have, she's gonna see red in the way that we see red when we get in physical altercations. They see red when they come into contact with literally just a high testosterone, beautiful, carved out of stone man. Yeah, you see a granite chiseled man exactly with so, a last name that's erotic, like oh, Kotrick. Kotrick. You Kotrick. then have to just be like. All right, babe. I forgive you. You got to push it past, and then just go and get some guilt free pussy. No, it's just like it's, it's just guilt free pussy. You're both even. Let's go. The she came into contact with a literal god, a Greek god, a Greek god, and it is what it is.
0: Yeah, Kotrick is a flat out hot boy. Oh, and uh, look, it's it is what it is, and in that situation, it's like. Look, you can't even be mad. You can't no, be mad. No, you can't, dude. It's just like your misses. You your gotta Mrs. be. Your misses encountered a unicorn. Well,
1: here's the thing: You're he, they can fuck anyone they want, yeah, and, and they chose, chose to you. fuck your chick. It chose you. Yeah, you. You're fucking the same level as Nick Hotrick. Baby, you won the lottery. Come on, dude. You've got a, <laughs> you've got a Canberra
0: ten, a legitimate Canberra ten, hey. yeah. and you're hanging around with a legitimate Canberra four, with lip piercings and straightened hair and Billy shoes and skinny uh. jeans. That's right. Fuck the Greek God. You gotta. Fuck him. Yeah. For heaven's sake, I would. I would. Nick Codrick comes up to you and says he wants you to take you to plowtown. You're going, Where's the fucking quickest yeah. Uber there,
1: dude? What's where's the station? Let's go. Cheo choo.
0: Where's the station? Let's go. I'll tell you what else we should do. What? I reckon we should do a little bit of this. Right.
2: The Sunday road.
0: the sunday roast
1: the sunday roast and it is a sunday it is a sunday
0: which is glorious um mate we were talking off air about some influencers and you yes. said there is an influencer that you think is 100% eligible for a sunday roast and it had me think I like, go I don't know if we've done too many influencers you know they're all fucking they're all roast material anyone that's yeah. telling you to buy slim tea and she's gotten Edited photos and fake tits and fake lips. It's just like, yeah, okay, you're a fucking pelican. Yeah, but there's one in yeah. particular that is uh, probably one of the biggest pelicans that you've encountered in the past few weeks.
1: Yeah, there is, man. Uh, a Chinese influencer named Stop. Ch- Chinese people have influences. Chinese as well? people have influences, dude. Yeah, I thought that shit was illegal. Well, over they're, there. they're not like Chinese, they're like Chinese of fucking descent uh like Eurasian. Yeah, like Eurasian, you know what I mean? Like yeah. fucking Chinese Americans and shit. Yeah, European Asians. Um but yes, yeah, so things like they're allowed to have fucking TikTok over there and shit, as long as they don't say anything about the fucking the CCP. About the CCP and they fucking make sure that they fucking Say there's only one China. but You down with the CCP? Yeah, what? you know me. Well, that's the thing, mate. You, you, you and I have talked about this. Like, we... Here on the Sunday service, we do believe in one China. There is only one China. There is so one. So, we, we are staunch one China here And everything's the made there, dude. Everything's made there, dude. And honestly, boy, your fucking... Your boy loves Mongolian beef. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I love China. I'm on Mongolian a, land. A Chinese influencer named uh San Quang... Dies after drinking seven bottles of Baijiu. The fuck is Baijiu? It's an exceptionally strong alcohol. Oh, I thought
0: that's what Mitch Coyne said to Ethan at the end of every episode. <laughs> <laughs> Baijiu. <Bye, dude.
1: laughs> <laughs> hey, we give these guys way too much energy. We time do, as well, man. Yeah, dude, this fucking um. Was found dead twelve hours after he did a live stream where he drank seven bottles of this Chinese liquor that has content has sixty percent alcohol. Holy fuck, dude! Yeah, dude. He was involved in an online challenge called PK against another f- um creator on the platform. Uh, in a PK challenge, two influencers typically compete for gifts or rewards from their audience. The loser faces punishment. In this case, it appears drinking Baijiu was the consequence of losing three rounds. So this basically guy was doing this fucking, um, this fucking challenge or whatever. He lost. So he had to just drink all of this thing and did it, bro. And then just fucking died. Dude, and here's the
0: thing, right? Put To put on my race cap. I'll put my race cap on. Mate, I rarely take mine off. I know that. <laughs> That's well established. Yes. But to put mine on. Um, look, we Put it all on, have see how it feels. It's pretty comfortable. But I tell you what, it's very comfy. With this ghostly white skin, it almost suits me. Oh, um, we all have an Asian friend that like just can't drink alcohol at all. Yeah, um, and I think that so one of my friends is dating uh, dating an Asian lovely lady, but off one glass of wine, bro, she gets legless. Really, legless, and she then goes home sleeps. Sleeps it off, then comes back to the party. We'll have like another half, be fucking on everyone's level again. And then he just babysits her and then we'll take her home. Wow. Lovely lady. Lovely dude. Fantastic. But I was having a chat to them and I was like, what is it with that? Because they get the Asian flush. You know how they get red yeah. in the face yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff? Yeah, 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 Apparently, now this is some science that I'm trying to remember. I think they've got like a gene or something where their tolerance to alcohol is just way lower. Mm. And like white people being like, pieces of shit that drank heaps. Like, we've just told that gene to fucking kick rocks.
1: We've kind of just basically, like, killed that gene out of our gene pool. Yeah, we're just like, nah, dude, we're
0: we're going to continue to drink poison on a regular basis and there's nothing you can do about it. That's yeah. what
1: white people do. So for this guy... <laughs> yeah, it is what white people do. And then they introduce it to a native... Yeah, <laughs> and then they're like, "Why are they having so many problems with it?" Dude? Yeah, I know. dude, but maybe because we've had thousands of years of evolution to yeah. fucking deal with it. We we're all pieces of shit. Once upon a time, when we we're drinking it, yeah, we just fucking got that out of the gene pool. The dude. world was Alice Springs at one point. <laughs> 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 Might have to cut that. <laughs> um, so that
0: imagine, basic. imagine how, imagine how flushed that dude's face would have been. But here's yeah. the thing. We've all had way too much of piss one night where we went. It's not. It's not part of my moral st- standpoint. It's not what I believe in as a human, but I might need to fucking throw some of this up. I might need to fucking yeah, attack vom tactically vomit you need some of that. He he should have been trained better in the art of sinking piss, and yeah. he should have just vomited some of that up.
1: If he grew up in a culture where drinking like that was a societal norm, yeah, he would have known how to handle that situation. So much better, dude. You smash as much as you can to win the challenge. Boom. The cameras are off. You get it out. You got to get it out of you, dude. Otherwise. You're dead. You fucking die, dude. And how many, do you know how many mils are in a bottle of of the Baiju? Let me see.
0: Because this could be like, imagine if it's a 500 mil bottle, dude. Dude, it's $550 for a
1: bottle. Holy fuck, huh? I got one here that's a five hundred mils. Either way, bro, it's fucking heaps. It's more so than it's just fi- your fucking so standard right. bill. So it's f- so it's okay. So it's
0: a five hundred mil bottle. One of them was five hundred mil. There's a whole bunch of different ones. Whole bunch of different ones. So and and let's the, just the say ones
1: I looked at looked smaller than the ones in the photo that he was drinking.
0: So let's just let's just go off the, that it's five hundred mils, right? Even that, yeah. He's had three and a half liters. Of 60% alcohol. <coughs> yeah.
1: Fuck. <coughs> yeah, dude. And then he just died. That's fucking intense, dude. And that's just one of those things where it's like Sunday roast for doing that and being an idiot. But Sunday roast for also just being a fucking influencer. I mean. Yeah,
0: being an influencer. That's fucking
1: gay. But also
0: we might have to give some Sunday toast or a Sunday praise to his person who was battling. Yeah. To just to win and win and win and win and then just take out your
1: competition indefinitely. Take them out That's a power play dude But that's that's one And then I've just got a quick one too um, I don't know if you fucking saw dude But right now Over in the UK uh, A TV channel Or a, t- a station Is getting fucking slammed dude um, For <laughs> uh, Slammed for broadcasting A 15 person orgy What? Yeah how, how did they broadcast this? Uh, it's on a show. <laughs> We're now crossing live to Tucker in the field. Tucker, how are they going? Yeah, Mate, they're UK- fucking going for it. <laughs> a UK channel has been slammed for broadcasting an X-rated show that filmed contestants taking part in a group sex session. Uh, channel 4's Open House, The Great Sex Experiment, involves couples staying in a luxury retreat to test whether opening up their relationship and having sex with other people can strengthen their bond. So it's a cuck house. <laughs> yeah, it's basically a cuck house Fucking hell, dude. Ima- dude! Dude, these fucking TV shows are getting out of fucking control. It's because
0: they've thought of everything, dude.
1: They've get they're getting it's, out of control. Let's put cunts on an island. Yeah, they've Make got Fuckboy Island, Love Island, Married at First Married Sight. at First Sight. We got all Brownies
0: with Downies. We've brown- got <laughs>
1: <laughs> Farmer Wants a Wife, dude. All of these like Love is Blind. Yeah, all of these fucking shows, dude. You know what it is, dude? Because As a society, we're getting so desensitized to, like, sex, especially, dude. We're straying... every. I've said this before, dude. Every day we're straying further from God's light. Yeah, dude. Right? So we're getting desensitized to sex. That's why these shows like Euphoria and shit like that are getting so popular. That these fucking TV shows are starting to be like... The only way that we're going to compete with fucking Instagram... The gateway drug to OnlyFans yeah. is by – it, the reality is we need eyes because we need to fucking get the ratings.
0: We need money. We need cucks. We need a house full yeah, of cucks. Exactly. We need dudes that will watch their misses get ploughed by other dudes. Hey, don't hate the player,
1: man. Hate the game. It is fucking absurd, man. Like how, how are we gonna outrate OnlyFans, dude? And the thing we is, have to have people fucking on TV. And the thing is, like, everyone's so
0: fucking fucked and yeah. can't afford to go and have a luxury holiday that they're like, "Come stay in this four million dollar mansion." The only catch is, your missus might in the social experiment of broadening your relationship might be involved in a 15-person orgy. Yeah, I don't know about you, dude, but if, like, my missus was in a 15-person orgy, that's the end of the relationship. Yeah, that's not my
1: missus anymore, Yeah, it's just
0: like, instead of opening the relationship, you close the book on it and you slammed it pretty hard. And that book, dude, is the fucking good word of the Lord. And there's not a damn sentence in there that says, go and watch your missus get fucking fisted by three other blokes. Here's the thing, dude.
1: If you open up a relationship... There's only one thing you can do after that, and it's close it. Close it. There's, when you open a door, there's only one other thing you can do with it. Yeah, you and that's close it. Unless you grew up in a fucking tent. Yeah. And if you look at me and you didn't grow up in tents, we? didn't did grow we? up in any fucking tents, Bradley. So basically, that's what I'm saying is like that's who I'm roasting, dude. Is like these fucking TV stations, man, are getting fucking crazy. Like I'm seeing ads for that new Australian one, Fuckboy Island. Yeah, oh, dude. And there was also that other one. Did you see that other one that it was called MILF Manor? There's, yeah. Did you see MILF Manor, dude? Where it was like literally just a show where dudes are trying to fuck each other's mums. Yeah. And dudes are like in the back with the headset on watching the monitors and shit because some other dude is cracking out their mum 20 feet away. It's what are we coming to, dude? This is what happens when we're starting to live in a godless society, dude. When we take away love and respect for God and we start making the self God, that yeah. means we start worshipping the self. And when the self is God, then the self can do no wrong. And then that is why we're in such a dark, dark time, Bradley.
0: That's why we're in a dark place. Uh, and when the self can get fisted on national television, then there is no yeah, and God. And get
1: paid what? There? Like... when, when you can, when you get paid in what it would take to buy a Hyundai i30. Yeah, dude, here's
0: an i30, get fisted by some blokes and then be involved in a 15 person orgy that gets broadcasted on national television. Do you want to be
1: able to afford the top of the line Kia Rio? Do you want leather seats in your Kia Rio, dude? <laughs> Do You want a Kia Rio GT? You want the GT then Kia, you're Kia you're Rio? Then you're going to have to get seats. fucked by 7 guys on camera. Do you want alloy wheels on that, dude? Is that what you want? Mm. Cuz guess what?
0: We've got 15 dudes with giant hogs that are going to plow through you, but love is
1: love and that's what that's what they're promoting. It's disgusting, man. It is. It's f- disgusting. What? Hey, we're in Rome. Rome's on fire. We're just here to enjoy the party, mate, because it's over. The
0: party is over. Mate, it takes me back just quickly. Remember. It's fucking over remember dude. remember when reality TV was in the infancy stages? Yeah. And we had Big Brother, and Big Brother was wild. And remember when that guy turkey slapped a chick yeah, on Yeah, dude. Brother?
1: That's exactly what this reminded me of. And the and Australia <laughs> went into meltdown and it's just, just a like, turkey slap. The guy got charged with sexual assault. They yeah. both got kicked out of the house. It was a big controversy, dude. And then here I am at like 11. I'm like, Dad, what's a turkey slap? And he's like, Fuckin'. I put my boy through
0: Christian school to avoid this. There's bitches getting their my- face slapped by a dick on television. <laughs> Is that where we're at?
1: <laughs> my My parents were never keen on Big Brother. They didn't like it. They thought it was a shit show. And then when that happened, that just solidified it for him. That big brother was banned in my house. They're like, you can watch Home and Away and that's it. Dude. (laughs) Dude. if In my house for a few years, dude, between 7 and 7.30 was a no TV half hour. Oh, shit. So it was like I could watch all the way up until 7. As soon as it was 7, you fucking turn that shit off, dude. And I had to go and do like my homework or my lunches for the next day or whatever it was. And then it was seven thirty. I could start watching TV. Dude, there
0: was a guy at my school, and what he did is he he set up a lucrative market. And I know you're a lucrative man. Yeah. So what he did is he stayed up late every night and watched Big Brother uncut, and he filmed it on the he recorded it on the on the VCRs. Oh, tapes. And he released a whole season of VCR. Fucking big brother uncut. You can sit there and watch some chicks, wash some titties, mm-hmm. edited out all the dudes. Yep, and then he just made a lot of money, fucking pumping that through the school, dude. That's awesome, dude. Did it?
1: Did he ever get caught? Like get in trouble or nah, anything? This was some. This was some. This was some hush hush money. That's dude. fucking dude. How how sick is like young entrepreneurs at your high school? Yeah, you want to see some tits? You got to go see Randall, dude. We didn't have anything like that because. I went to public school, so kids were already, like, fucking and fingering each other and shit, like, in class and stuff. So, like, our big one was there was this kid at my school, and he used to sell – remember power bands? Yeah. My power balance bands? Yeah. He used to sell them. Like, used to buy them and then sell them for, like, 10%, 20% markup or something, and would make a fucking killing, dude. Yeah. And then once everyone realized that those were fake and don't work – (laughs) obviously dude he then started selling um snapbacks oh yeah he had a cousin over in america who would go and buy all of like the team stuff or whatever and then send them back send them to him and then he was he was getting these you know because like the difference in whatever it was so he was like basically buying these hats from his cousin for like 10 bucks and then he was selling them for 20 bucks
0: and this was back when you couldn't get snapbacks in Australia. You couldn't
1: get snapbacks in Australia. You had to, like, get them from overseas, dude. So yeah. he just had this racket where he was selling fucking 10 snapbacks a day. I bought, like, fucking seven off the cunt.
0: Yeah, he's like, oh, you wanted Boston Celtics? We've only got
1: the 76ers. And it's like, oh. dude, I had some fucking sick ones, dude. I had a sick 49ers one. I had a sick fucking uh, Timberwolves one. I had a Grizzlies one. I had a fucking Minnesota Vikings one. I had a fucking. New York Giants one, dude. Bro, I have a crippling hat addiction. My favorite was I had a, had a University of Texas Longhorns oh, yeah. hat, dude, and yeah, it looked cool. fucking great. And then remember when I told you about that cunt named Geordie that had those fucking three retarded named sisters? Yeah. He fucking, his family was moving to the Central Coast. His last day, dude. He grabbed it off my hat and sprinted off, dude. Never saw the cunt again. And I vowed that if I ever saw him, I was gonna fucking kill him. Never saw him again. Geordie, you're on the Geordie, you're watch a list, fucking bro. dumb dog. But that guy, fucking, <laughs> and entrepreneur, dude, he went on to, he played rugby union. Wasn't ever really that good, dude. Like, I mean, he was pretty decent, but like he never played like rep or anything in Australia. Went over to America and played college rugby league. Dude, got so good that he became a two-time all-American college rugby league player and now he plays in the fucking major league rugby in America he plays for New York fuck and now he's and he's got like this beautiful American wife and he just lives over there dude and he's a pro athlete playing rugby union for fucking New York I can't even remember what their name is and I'm just like fuck he's got got some
0: down ass bitch that's hot making mac and cheese every day he's got
1: like a beautiful like traditional like Blonde hair, blue eyes, like... He's driving a Chevrolet pickup like, truck? Like a like a good, traditional, family-values conservative she woman. she got them big old milkers? Uh, nah, because she's a footballer's girlfriend. You know how, like, footballers, for some reason, they always have, like, really fit women who have, like, the same build as, like, 12-year-old boys? Some do. Some do. It's kind of like that, but she's obviously very hot.
0: Damn, son. Well, yeah. fucking Geordie, if we ever see you, bruh, it's fucking on like... Yeah, fuck you, Khan. It's on
1: site. It's on site over my fucking Texas Longhorns snapback in year 11.
0: Bro, I can't. I've got like such a, I've got like one thing. If you touch or crush my hat, then I'll I'll, I'll fight you on site, dude. And and I went through airport security. This guy, this oaf, this like six foot eight oaf, just is like, yeah, got to take your hat off. Grabs it, dude. And just starts like. Fondling all through it, scrunching it up, like looking to see if I'm hiding anything in there. And I'm like, in my prized thick dick of the North corduroy cap, the limited edition one. You're gonna fucking disrespect my hat like that, dude. What'd you do? You know, I told him that I slept with his sister, and I said I raw Doctor, and I never fucking spoke to her again. Yeah. I go, you find anything in that hat? And she goes, no. Nah. And I go, like your missus will never find me again, dude. Call me Geordie. I'm out of here. And then I ran. And <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> call me jordy i'm out of here <laughs> <laughs> awesome dude uh, let's S- fucking stick Geordie. a fork in let's it let's can't. get let's out, go. out of here
0: bro two hours we've fucking we've done our due diligence uh look guys i will see you when i'm back from america unless i uh unless i never come back
1: and then if not, then I'll just keep doing the
0: podcast. <laughs> you just come here every week, dude. You just run the pod by yourself. Yeah. If anything does happen to me, I just want to go on record. If I get if I get shot in a gang fight, mm. you can have everything in this room, dude. It's all yours. Sick. But all I say is just carry on and carry on well and don't forget smoke to smoke weed every day. I won't. And chill no, I won't. to the next episode.